0: All right. This is your boy Marcus Sniffles from the Committee Podcast. We're doing a Grammy recap. Uh, we got the legend, the Twitter legend, Michael Pratt on, and we have it's Tribbles returning. What's up, y'all? What's up?
1: I think I'm a legend too for the for the record.
0: But, I mean, you were here for the last one. I mean- for the la- it's it's kind of like family, like you've been here a couple of times, so it's like, yo, you just part of the crew. Oh. This is Pratt's second time on.
1: Oh well, so OG OG Tribbles. Yeah, yeah. You
0: out. you 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 old in the game, man. You you out here.
1: <laughs> no love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so we're gonna obviously uh be discussing the fallout from the Grammys. Uh if you were if you didn't listen to the the last Grammys uh episode we did, uh me and Tribbles picked uh who we hoped would win and who actually won. Um so we're gonna just go over a few of those and you know just talk about you know Jay-Z's terrible night that he had and, Fuck the
1: grammys and <laughs> uh, forget we'll, the recording academy
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see if we can you know keep Tribbles his blood pressure down from having to discuss that and we'll just you know we'll just chop it up a little bit so um the first category we're going to go into let's talk about rap performance now I, I don't know if you have your list with you Tribbles I but do for me i hoped that uh, Migos would win this award, and I picked Kendrick to win it, and he did win it, and I feel like that was a pretty obvious choice.
1: Um, so I I picked my pick was for Humble, but I felt that they were going to give it to Jay Z, as we know that did not happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was I was wrong. I got my pick, but I guess in 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 actuality, I was wrong because I said that they were going to give it to Jay.
0: But and I I felt like that was uh. Migos is best chance to get a get the award, but you know, like I said before, them being nominated is a is a win for them, considering where they came from and their style of rap and all that good stuff.
2: But did they win anything, the Migos? No, I, I don't think they won anything. I think they got shout out, shout out too.
1: I think I think and that was their happen. only nomination, though, right? Well, no, Culture the album,
0: At album of the year. They, yeah, they got nominated for that.
2: Yeah, I found that weird that they didn't win more because, like. If we're talking about rap, <clears throat> I mean, all of the mini Migos that we've seen come out in the past year responsible for that. And so read people's discussions about like, oh, Kendrick should win album of the year or, you know, rap album of the year or Jay-Z should win rap album of the year. And there wasn't very much talk about the Migos and how put out another album. And uh, you could, like I said, you could easily look back on the past year and say these styles are pretty much derivative of the Migos that they weren't acknowledged for that. But it is the Grammys, not the B D Awards, so I'm sure no one really picked up on the fact to
0: win. That's how the Grammys rolls. But to be fair, I put Migos in my... I had Culture as my top five album of 2017, and I got laughed at and you still
1: should should get laughed (laughs) at because just like you and the recording academy they slept on pretty girls love trap music if you were going to give us an album of the culture give us the best album of the culture from that style of rap and two chains had it but
0: i mean but it did it didn't do the numbers though you gotta have the numbers too right you gotta have some kind of numbers behind it
3: you
2: gotta have numbers just so that put it on by the academy and there's so many people in the academy who are within the industry who walked in somewhere and like they were able to pick up a a vote on these things part of the union or whatnot but you get people who just aren't really aware um so the the the, the fact that two chains doesn't sell it means that his records don't reach and so then the casual is voting on some of this you know his one vote counts Chains, I don't know, but he he definitely heard Migos, you know.
0: Everybody heard Migos. it, yeah, it was, I mean, it was und- they were. I mean, they were undeniable. Like you, can, like you can make the argument for Two Chains being being nominated, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But I don't know if there's like a, like a cap you can only nominate so many people. But I I do feel like how the Oscars are the uh, the Grammys, they're mm-hmm. starting to do a little bit better by having a little bit more diversity in the people that vote. You know, getting younger people in there, getting more people of color in there, getting more women in there. Because that was I was reading that that was an issue too, that a lot of women only one woman won a televised award.
1: But see, that's that's the it see the problem I have with that statement, and I'm all for women, I've been on this podcast and spoke about like female artists. It just wasn't our year last year. Last year was not a year of women. I mean, if we go back to 2016, Adele, Beyonce, like these are huge names leading the event because they put out the content. This year was a male-driven year. Hence, it should be male-driven awards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't personally take offense to the lack of women winners uh, on Sunday night because I was just like, that's just not what happened.
0: Yeah, (laughs) like if you look at, say, like Rhapsody, like... For her to get nominated for Best Album or Best Rap Album, and then you look at who was nominated with her, it's that's like, amazing. man, that's tough. That's a tough right. uh, category for her. That's right. a tough but category was, for anybody.
2: Even still, the nomination for her to be nominated in the same category as Kendrick Lamar, who's on his third album.
1: Which she watched on her own album.
2: Let's what's that up. now?
1: I said, which she watched him on on, on her album. Just want to put that out there.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair that's, enough, but but yeah, but so so like that for her, that moment for her is is, and you know, and when you watch Jay Z lose eight awards in a row about losing your award when it's your first time out, you know what I mean. So I know, and I, I saw her pumping her own gas at a gas station in Raleigh, North Carolina, like two years ago. So I know that she, I mean, that that's that's just an amazing rock nation. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so, for sure. When- when Jay loses, he wins, which is kind of you know, top our, our topic about Jay Z is that you know Rihanna performed. The people that he is getting a check from in that building is enough of a win for him. He doesn't really have to get acknowledged in that way for his for his album, although his best album it is a little weird <laughs> and probably his most like. Uh, bitches and Sisters on there, or anything like it's the whitest uh, approved album you could get from Jay Z, right? I mean, it even looks like a Grammy Award winning album just on the cover alone. You got the, yeah, it just looks good. So, so it is a little surprising that it didn't take home any trophies, but I think people fail to realize again. Head into the Jay Z conversation. But here we go. So he did win the Music Icon Award the night before music industry icon award and the whole album he's talking about legacy he's talking about you know generational wealth he's talking about he's talking about playing forever so as much as he would like to be as it would be nice to be acknowledged for such a great body of work that he put out teen album career um these things songwriters hall of fame con these play more to the the playing forever, uh, kind of motif that he's been running with this whole album is that like finish the greatness of that album to just call it the album, because this this album is going to play forever.
0: Yeah, this is, this is one of those albums that will stand the test of time. And it's such a great album that it doesn't, it doesn't need validation. You know what I'm saying? Like it does. It didn't need a Grammy for people to be like, "Okay, this was the album that you know solidifies Jay Z as an MC or an artist." Like he he has all that. He has all the accolades. He's a he's a legend. But it 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 does feel, it does feel like there might be a little something missing that he didn't walk away with any awards. But I but well, I uh, but okay. I'll ask I'll ask this. I'll ask both y'all this. I'll ask Tribbles this first. Which which award do you think Jay Z should have won, like what's the one award where you're like, yo, he should have won that one.
1: Okay, so, I I mean, I get it now, like, you know, post the Grammys, the the discussion is the album of the year thing, like people, oh, people really think Jay-Z deserved four to be the album of the year. I don't, that's like, that's not my argument. My argument is, as you know, Michael just said or Pratt just stated, like you walk you, you walked in Saturday night to the Clive Davis party, you got an icon award. You're telling me that I've shaped and moved the game. Even after a six-year boycott of this said award show. You know what I'm saying? Like I basically said, Fuck y'all, and y'all still said, I love you so much. Come let me honor you. We it's in your city. Like, I mean, you rolled the red carpet out for me and to shit me on literally all eight, like the two, the two artists that led excuse me, because I think it was Kendrick, I mean, excuse me, Jay-Z had eight, Kendrick had six, and SZA had five, okay? So you had Jay-Z leave empty-handed, and you had SZA, both the the top two male and female artists leading nominations left with zero Grammys. That says something to me. That shows me the disconnect, like, how can you identify the talent, but then, I mean, identify, I, I guess, the quote-unquote popularity or the... The accolades that these people achieve, and then you get down to the voting thing, and you say like, "Nah, they don't deserve any of this. If anything, just for politics. I mean, because the Grammys is about politics, so that's what I'm speaking from. Politics aside, he should have got rap performance and rap album. Just if you what, if you were not going to give him album of the year or the big three, because I honestly, even when the nominations came out, I never thought Jay Z would grab one of the big three solely like. Politics out of it. If we just focus on the music, he didn't de- deserve any of the big three. But the ones in his actual category, what he fucking does for a living, he he couldn't muster up enough votes to get best album of the. I mean, the rap album of the year or rap performance or, I mean, well, like,
2: and and I think that I think I don't mean to interrupt, but I will.
1: No, it's fine.
2: And that and say that um, you know, we talk about how they're they're letting you know more people of color into to, and uh, younger people in. So. What I started thinking about was twenty nine, and I would say that probably down to like good mentors and OGs around you on the Jay-Z album. If you're less if you're younger than twenty-five years old, if you're fifteen years old, you're probably playing the Kendrick album. Uh, you're definitely listening to Migos. And Kendrick, this album especially is safe enough to where like it's not like to be butterfly, where it's almost and unless you like jazz music, you're probably not really like into that. Listen, damn, damn sounds like, I mean, it's Mike Will. It's certain sounds on there in sonics that sound like contemporary music. Jay-Z's thing was like a classical jazz rooted in soul samples thing that, that probably just didn't connect with from that. I mean, I don't listen to the radio, but I don't think there were any radio singles. I mean, he didn't have anything on there. To kind of, you know, to generate that popular vote.
1: But see, it was I think so impactful that, and important. And SZA too.
2: That's why too. I mean, SZA. It's the
1: music. It's like I mean, okay, the Grammys are about music. We're talking about how things are structured. We're, like, I mean, I get it. Commercial success. Come, you know, we 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 bring in all these other outside factors to genuinely like. Come out with a winner, but the thing is, we're talking about music. My thing with Kendrick, and I'm—I saw it on Twitter, and I'm starting to, to believe it. But basically, like Kendrick is a token black for the Grammys. It's like they watched that.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: They watched that fallout from the Macklemore incident when the Matt when when Kendrick clearly got snubbed. Like when you had everyone coming out and Macklemore sending out that text message, it opened it up to a lot of people in the Recording Academy knew they fucked up. And I think over, the, I mean, the, to years to come, I foresee Kendrick getting a lot of those awards because we fucked up in the past. And just from just Damn. from my just from like my knowledge of how how they vote, how some of the votes are taken into account, you know if even if i make folk music in order for my for my vote to count for my folk counterparts, I have to vote on the hip hop. I have to vote on the big three. I have to vote on the pop and the dance and all these other categories. Like you have to vote for everything. So if I'm just, if I'm a folk musician and I went to the Grammys the year Kendrick got snubbed and I watched the fallout in the, in the press after the Grammys to understand that Kendrick was deserving of this award. And then the next year rolls around and I have my ballot and I'm voting and I still didn't pick up to listen to Kendrick's music because I don't listen to rap music. I'm gonna check his name because that's what the fuck everybody else is telling me to do. That, I, why? What? Go ahead. No, I mean, I just—that's just my thought. That's really my thought it, on it, the whole. Okay.
0: I I just don't understand. I guess maybe it's because it's just this category of hip hop and rap music. But why are they so quick to try to make amends with Kendrick Lamar, but they won't do the same thing for, say, a Beyonce? Because Kendrick—that happened before Beyonce's last two uh album of the year snubs like why why hasn't that translated over to her
1: people but i mean if we're gonna be honest people genuinely just do not like the carters like and this is not even me cause I, <laughs> because
3: because
1: <laughs> because i'm a jay-z fan before i'm a beyonce fan like i, I tell <laughs> everybody that like i I was with jay-z and the jay-z beyonce she came along with the package but if we're gonna be honest people hate the carters because everyone outside of them loves them so much like you know everyone has a person in their circle in their family that doesn't like beyonce like for me my grandma hates beyonce and I always ask, i say <laughs> what what did beyonce do I, I just don't like her my
0: sister-in-law like, is that person
1: like they don't have any valid reason they can't they can't disclaim anything they 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 sing along to single ladies they do all, they know all of the songs
0: she does the same thing
1: <laughs> but they just hate beyonce and it's like a lot of people think like that and then i mean think about it too coming off of um if i'm not mistaken this was before the grammys the formation the formation shit at the super bowl wasn't that before the grammys
2: no i think that would have been
0: after wouldn't it
1: mm-hmm.
0: no because the super bowl is like early february maybe it was before are you talking about her nomination like the snub or
1: i want I could be wrong. Let's 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 scrap that idea. I could be wrong, but
2: I mean this I, year the the Super Bowl is after the Grammys, so I don't know. I'm just going by it.
1: It possibly could. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying a lot of people got bad taste in their mouth about Beyonce. That's just all I'm saying. I just think Kendrick is a good safe pick as, as to Bruno. You know, once you get
0: I, I feel like Beyonce is a safe pick too. Like I you know, feel like you could justify giving Beyonce over a deal. Over a deal. Why
2: is Kendrick? Why is Kendrick a safe pick? Because I think that Jay Z since his relationship with Beyonce has become more of a dad or no. black I think he's, he's he's done very well with that maybe that even started with like Empire state of Mind no I I, I, but I I think the Kendrick like Kendrick, what he's rapping about, I mean, the 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 humble shit is sit down, little bitch. I mean, that's not like how is that a safe his, bet? His, you know, he's for, talking about blood in my DNA and he's got you know it, his it, his, his, live his live performances,
0: his life performances are like hella black and politically Powerful. charged and all this stuff. Like he's he's, a, he's rapping on cop cars. Like he's okay. He's okay.
1: You, you say you say that right? But then at the same time, what does Kendrick submit to the pop, the top forty charts? You get loyalty. You get love with I forget the name the guy on the song. Like he he gives you up. Like you. I mean, I'm not negating that Jay Z didn't come out with like singles. He he
2: said it. No, and, but I like but I like what you're saying there about how he, he had loyalty. Yeah, like, he had humble and he had love. He had shit that was on the radio. Where that's host, what I'm,
1: but it, really. but it, but it, but but fed really. both sides. But it fed both sides because your your woke black person bumping DNA humble. You know, humble was a, 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 I think was his best commercial song from that album. But you had, you know, what I'm saying you got your humbles, you got your 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 deep cuts that are more geared towards you know not as political as to Pippa Butterfly. But if you if you dive deep into some of the lyrics and some of the words and how he delivers them, it can fit that mold. But then I also gave you I gave you just enough, you know. what I'm saying from the other from the other spectrum for you to like this album. Well, I mean, don't, I,
2: mean oh, I don't know. I mean again, like there was I did see kind of the argument for you know, it's kind of like the the Bible for how black people can you know rise up in America. And you know I guess Kendrick's album is more about the paranoia associated with being a black person in America, you know. And, and so it, maybe that's uh, you know okay. Well, let, if we push him out here, we'll keep his, as a to financial freedoms are only hope
0: Exa- I mean-
2: uh, but what i will say what i will say about about that is that you know you, you see somebody like kendrick at the top of his game he's been at the top of his game for a little while but it's undeniable at this point he did absolutely sweep up at the awards show but the thing about it is is that there's levels right and he swept up all those awards and then he looks at jay-z who didn't take a single one hey he's in the songwriters hall of fame Jay Z is a music industry icon, and Kendrick's looking at that and saying, it doesn't "Mean anything unless I get those awards." Especially somebody like Kendrick, who is a songwriter, and he is somebody who you know, the awards are very important, and it's all the, about the, the legacy game. associated with his music. You know, he wants to make sure like these awards don't mean anything if nobody's talking about "Damn" in five years. So, and kind of all I have for that, but 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 yeah, uh, I, I think that again, like us and we're all like, ah, oh, Jay, how'd you, Jay, Jay's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He's one of one, uh, and, and, and people still aspire to reach the heights that he has reached. I think, uh, so.
1: I think Jay-Z doesn't care. And I think that's why I've kind of like backed off. Of it. I think he doesn't care. Like, I mean, the things that you're stating is true. Like he just. The Grammys just said he was an icon the night before. You know, the night before the Grammys, like he has twenty one Grammys. Like the the Grammy is not the issue.
0: Didn't you? Didn't you have a like a petition going, like a dot change change yeah. org or something going on last that, night?
1: That was that was just jokes. So, um, I, 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 I'm not gonna sit down and write like that's just t- Like I'm a fan, but like I don't know if
0: I believe you. I think you would have did it. I think you would have did
1: I, it. I I had a rough draft and then I just I said I said I said woke Twitter was gonna come for me and get my page deleted.
0: Yeah, but I mean some people are saying that this is Jay-Z's punishment, like he needed to just go out there, put himself all out there and just like just take all the L's. Just like, no, you win nothing. You win nothing for and you know what? That's what you get for cheating on Beyonce. That's the point. So, yeah, so, yeah. wife, yeah. wife shows up in seven.
2: Wife shows up in $7. <laughs> seven and a half million dollars worth of jewelry, and he's yes. being punished. Yeah, exactly. yeah, no, yep. No, he, no, no. Yeah, just see. having to sit there and grind his teeth. <laughs> yeah, uh, just just rooming Bein, in his Bein, seat there. Bein yeah. Hushed, oh, he's being hushed by
0: Blue Ivy. Who watched him on his own album. Yeah, God,
2: he <laughs> can't get no respect. can he? he gets it at home? Now he's getting it at the, <laughs> the awards show. I mean, Jesus Christ, this yeah. terrible. This really killed ZZ didn't he this is what being sean Carter's like welcome home
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> welcome home Carter. Smile. <laughs> all, right. all right
0: let's let's move on to uh rap song of the year uh
1: which should have been for, bodek yellow
0: yeah i for me i i thought i hoped for uh sassy to win but i i picked kendrick like like we've been saying i thought kendrick was gonna pretty much run through these uh awards and I mean, I I was, I was fine with that one. I don't, I don't feel like. I, I just feel like it was Kendrick's year. Like Kendrick really, really put on. This not going to
1: be Kendrick's year. That, that's my, that's my question. When Kanye West comes back. And that, that's not going to happen. Kanye has, unless, unless he's got done a lot of ass kissing since he's uh, disappeared off the face of this earth. Nah, (laughs) nah.
0: (laughs) He'll be back. He'll be back. Kanye does numbers. Kanye does numbers. And did, I feel like he he puts out good enough music to, to wait at least a minute. To did, warrant a nomination.
1: Did um what was the last album? Called? I can't even think. I just went blank. Life of uh, Pablo. Did they get nominated for any anything?
0: Yeah, I think the song with Rihanna was nominated. Mm. I think, nah, nah, I'd have to fact check that, but you know, I mean, this is a podcast. Facts don't matter. Whatever. Yeah, fuck the facts. I'm gonna <laughs> look, I'm gonna look it up. Too. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it with my chest. The Life of Pablo was nominated. It's Grammy nominated. I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> But I feel like, you know, Rap Song of the Year was a pretty open and shut category. Like obviously Bodak Yellow was a, a huge song, but you know, it's 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 kindred. Yeah.
2: Um let's 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 Bodak move on. To... Didn't, Bodak didn't catch on until the latter part of the year. Yes. Uh, maybe it started earlier in the summer. It kind of started buzzing around. I know being here in New York, it's been really nice to like where like you you hear a record for the first time in the club or whatnot, and then Two months later, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. Um, that That's really cool to watch. But uh, that didn't really catch on to the end of the year. Kent was smart. He kind of came out at the beginning of the year, and then he just ran the whole year. So for him to sweep up like he did, I mean, it shouldn't really surprise anybody. I think it's funny that the narrative or the conversation around the Grammys is uh, cleaned up. You know what I mean? Or maybe there's both going, but it seems more to be the versus... Here's what. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people...
0: A lot of people are talking about, you know, Jay-Z, and, and I, I get it, but the the only award that I feel like Jay-Z should have walked away with was a uh, music video for the story of OJ. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like that should have won. That I felt like happen. that was a better. And I, I guess I kind of know why it wasn't, but the reason that it wasn't, that it didn't win is the reason why I felt like it should have won because it was like been an
2: animated but if that had been an animated short that would be nominated for an oscar yeah exactly oh yeah for sure they, they would they would nominate that for an oscar so like I, I i don't know i don't know the game i don't know all the behind the scenes and the voting policies sometimes it seems like like if, if bruno mars wins album of the year at the grammys or that he should have won at like the billboard awards for based on what that he's only being nominated that award or voted in that award because he's so popular because he's all all over the radio so i get confused sometimes because like with kendrick yeah okay great makes sense he won every rap category that's his like he is the king of rap right now i mean and he just to kind of uh, bolster that argument but because <clears throat> it does seem like but again maybe it's just the bubble that we live in or the perspective that we have where it's like Jay-Z's album dominated the conversation for the entire year even more so than Kendrick. Kendrick kept the radio buzzing but we were talking about all the themes and and things that were uh, in that 444 album I feel like so I was surprised that he got swept but when I music industry icon the, the night before that, that award the night before I thought okay well that's sort of the and that's the one like that's there's nah. no bigger accolade than that I mean there's really nothing more you could to get song of the year and to get the music industry icon award I mean it's kind of like stealing one award from somebody like the youth like someone who needs to kind of get his Kendrick like you know give Kendrick 21 Grammys and then he can kind of sit back and let some some other people come through
1: nah. I don't know i just think i think jay-z got the shorter than the stick and i think with this uh quarter four i keep claiming it joint album you'll see a different rollout and you'll see them i mean it's coming jay-z and people keep talking about the haircut real jay-z fans know when jay-z does not have a haircut he's in the studio working on something beyonce beyonce's been in braids with the macbook i'm going joint album
0: I don't want, I don't want it, man. I'm if sorry. we don't want, it, I don't it's, want it, it's
1: going to be the end of the trilogy. You've had Lemonade. You heard the response. And now we've, we've mended all these broken pieces. We are a strong, powerful unit. And we're going to get the On the Run Tour part two, which I'll be attending. But I think the issue with 444, what happened was it got reduced to the Beyonce, Jay-Z scandal, the cheating scandal. It was so many gems on that. And I think her Twitter name is at Kia Speaks. She spoke on that last night, like in a thread that album got reduced to the Beyonce cheating scandal that was one song
0: it really was like if you actually but, listen to the uh, album there's only one song that one really touches song. on that well, uh, there's yeah, other, there's other to look, top subjects in that album
2: 100 percent and absolutely but you have to look at the way that they sold that to us and that it was marketed and so so what else are people supposed to think especially if they don't go through and listen maybe they just go through and they check that one song. Um. they they gave it to us was that this was the what was said on the front thing but this was definitely like we knew what was up I mean 444 it's the address of the hotel that they were staying at and where the elevator incident took place so I mean exactly but that's that's what he that's the subtle that's what he did in lieu of having like a single this narrative you know to kind of continue out and and vulnerability and, and you know masculinity and what all that really means.
1: But it was one song in the middle of the album. Like to give it to give it as fair share. Like yeah. if you if you listen to the album just to get the you had to go through three songs, which talked about three totally different things. <laughs>
2: that is yeah, true. but but kill Jay-Z, Kill Jay-Z is about taking away your ego because it's what's killing your relationships with the people. He said no. You, he said, yeah. "Kill Jay Z
1: was." He said, "Kill Jay Z was like basically him in therapy, confronting all of his demons." That wasn't like confronting each relationship in 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 every aspect of that song. Well,
2: that was that was talking. About,
0: but he no, no, he no. did he did he was saying like killing the ego uh, of Jay Z. He
2: got hurt by Yay, and he's talking about you know you're you're reflecting on the time where he you know sold drugs to people that he loved and with his wife and then you get to family feud and then you go to we are family. I mean there's 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 it, there's sprinkles of it but it's certainly not here's 14 songs about my relationship with Beyonce, not at all. But that that's what's going to sell the album. If he comes out and he says, "Hey guys, I got the, you know, holy grail for or for like, you know, your keys to success for black america, that's probably not going to go, you know, flying off the streams shells, but if they say, "Oh, Jay Z said something about Beyonce," well, all we got to do in this day and age for song, so yeah. for all for all anybody else knows, yeah. for sure,
0: every member of the Beehive definitely streamed 444 that song just to just to get some some more of the tea.
1: Roman
2: like <laughs> well,
0: family feud, yeah. Uh, that, uh,
1: family feud didn't have that much tea. In well,
0: it. Yeah, well, Beyonce tea. was. She was on that song. Oh, yeah. She
1: she and she murdered that song. And that was another one that I felt like he should have stole just because they fucked over his wife the year before. And this was like his political time. Cause all of the quote unquote Jay-Z paid for these Grammys. That's the that's the check that should have cashed for the rap song performance combo. If he wasn't gonna give it to Shy Glizzy and Go Link, like you need to give that to Family Feud. Cause that was a I'll be
2: honest ride. with y'all. Let me be honest. Let me have a moment of uh I've never heard this crew song that everybody i, may, thought I that.
1: may have to i may have to disconnect myself from this podcast right now. <laughs> never no, heard it. no way
3: you I'm can love
2: sure. no
1: way you can love this rap culture this culture this hip-hop game and tell me you never heard crew
2: songs that i've heard out and just didn't realize that that's what it was wow Almost positive i've n- never heard this song and yet it seems and, and like I, I read about it a hundred times on twitter you think i could just switch over to a, a music app pull it up and listen to it real quick i've never And for a grammy it's crazy because
1: it was a. I mean it was it was another one of those like bad and bougie bodak yellows not not lyrically filled with like Oh my gosh, mind-blowing metaphors and all of that. But like the melody, the fact that it was easy to catch on to. You had Shaq Glizzy coming in on the on the back end. Like, and I I went to school in DC. So I I was introduced to Shaq Lizzy at, in the beginning. And I, I will not lie, I hated his voice. I was just like, how can this guy pop with this annoying squeaky ass voice? Until you hear him come in on crew. And that's like the best, like that is probably one of my favorite verses. Club, like for like music that I hear in the club, my favorite verse. Probably my favorite verse. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it because I and feel man, like I'm in south is southeast DC when that shit drops.
0: I mean, maybe for him, like it might be a, the same thing as it is for like a Cardi B and Amigos. Like just being nominated is a is a big is a big look for him.
2: Oh sure, yeah. But the
0: definitely. the uh the producer the producer's in my ear right now and told me that the life of Pablo was nominated three times for best rap album and best rap song famous. And ultralight beam, so facts do matter. We, we fact checked it for you, so there you go. <laughs>
3: yes. So, right.
0: we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna move on to uh, the Grammy for Rap album. Now, this is the one where I picked, I, I thought uh, J- I hoped Jay Z would win this one, but I picked Kendrick to win it, and Kendrick obviously uh, won it. Um, did anybody have an issue with Kendrick? winning this award
1: um outside of politics no like i picked kendrick to win this album i i have stated many times before i always i think damn is the better album out of the two but again just now that all the facts are out on the table now that we know that jay-z didn't win anything i'm kind of looking it's looking funny in the light now not gonna lie to you i think you're talking about really
0: go ahead oh i was saying you're saying that damn is looking funny in the light from winning now
1: just just from my personal spectrum like oh, not, okay. not not taken away from like kendrick i'm not i'm not mad at kendrick Easy. nor nor am i not nor am i mad like not mad that the fact that jay-z got like that the album got snubbed i'm mad that he disrespected jay-z and like gave him uh, like two hours out of the five hour pro- broadcast of like tv time and then let him win a fucking award like just one one speech. We can get one speech. Get that is
0: that is something that I, I am disappointed that we didn't get a Jay-Z speech, because lately he's been he's been talking his ass off about everything. And he's he seems to be well thought out. He's more mature. And it, I mm-hmm. I would have I would have been interested to hear what he would have said on uh on the stage about this album that he hasn't really already said.
2: And maybe that's the point is that like, what more can I say? I mean, again, in like some, what, two minute or or 30 second acceptance speech where he's going to be played off if he goes on too long. Like, how much could he really say more than what's on the album and in the podcast that he did with Rap Radar and in the interview he did with New York Times? I mean, there's just like, yeah, there's all these things that he gave us throughout the year to, to one night. And like I said, this album is going to live on. If somebody feels like Damn was the better album this year, maybe they're on the younger end of the spectrum and in 10 years or in five years or whenever, they'll listen to 444 and they'll be like, you know what? It's the Combat Jack. I went to a live uh, podcast recording of his. I don't think that episode ever came out, but he was doing a, a live podcast and we were talking about albums and who it was with mark lamont hill and they were talking about what albums they're listening to and whatever and so damn came up and combat said you know he loves kendrick lamar he loves that album difficult for him to listen to just because of like the sounds and the sonics and there's a lot going on kind of caters more to the younger generation where it's all about uh vibe and feeling and and movement and when you get a little bit older you know you want to Think a little bit and get some Jewel Charlemagne right good example he says th- that 444 is his album of the year 10 years ago had damn come out Charlemagne might have been rocking with damn a little bit more but he's in a position at this point where things that are talked about on uh, 444 resonate a little bit more with him than not maybe not more than things on damn but just like musically like it's a little bit like he's just a little bit uh, it's a little bit easier for him to listen to than the bumping that goes on on, on dam
1: I think for me, like, and I, because, because I'm a fan, like, 60 years from now, I'll be probably listening to this album. But for me, this album, although, you know, it's critically acclaimed, and I and I fucked with everything he said in the album. Like, I do. Um, but I just felt like, it, this, 444 was for, like, the casual rap fan. Like, mm-hmm. people, listen, people were getting gems from Jay-Z and... If you are a Jay-Z fan, he has been saying this shit for years. I'm talking about since, since Reasonable Doubt, like these themes that he are, he's talking about. And I remember being at the concert, you know what I'm saying, this, uh, for the album. And he was like going through his hits and he's like rapping. And he, he literally says, I have not told a lie yet in my songs. And I go back the next day and I run through his album. He has not told a lie a, a lie yet on this on, on any of his albums. I just think he was just more blatant with what he had to say. And so most so for the casual casual listener, it was easy to digest. If you go listen to a Kingdom Come, he literally uh, beach chair. Beach chair is just legacy for regular people for like no disrespect, but for dummies, like he literally said everything he said in beach chair from Kingdom Come on legacy. Yeah. On, on this album, and I just think like for me, I won't say I wasn't impressed, but I was just like, okay, like it's I get it, right. I like them, I'm going to use them later in life, but this wasn't to get me to change my 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 mentality because this is what you've already been delivering to me for for years as a listener. I think,
2: I think that what really hit, other than the messages and the themes from that album, we're getting into a four four discussion, but um, really hit was just that uh, Jay Z can still pull this rabbit out of his hat. Thirteen albums then you know we didn't really we still got it it was a little clunky on magna carta holy grail a couple of things on there where it was like okay but if we cut it down like we have on this next album maybe the message gets across or we we, we pinpoint it that's what jay-z fans really liked about this album was like wow like he still got it you know i mean we, we love magna carta but once we go back and look at it we're like oh, okay you know magna carta it's all right um, even though he was talking about things on there that he's talking about on this album. But I think that just the presentation of it, and again, you sell it a little bit with instead of a radio single, you sell it with the narrative that you're apologizing to your wife. And, you know, we already know the story. So yep. I think the folks were just impressed and, and glad that he was able to deliver such a concise piece of work as opposed to having anything on there that, you know, strayed from the, the message
0: with 444 there's nothing lost in translation which is something that the migos could learn from based on culture 2 which is a damn near two hour album
1: which but is trash an extension the the throwaways from the quality control album which were 30 songs of throwaways.
0: yeah so. some of those were throwaway songs from culture one if you listen to open up <laughs> i said is dead it's from culture one but uh let's go i to, like culture uh,
2: two i'm gonna be honest
0: i'd, I was I'd surprised. like I like it. It's just
2: too, it's too long.
0: It's just too long. They got too many let's, songs. Let's on there.
2: talk about, let's talk about it. Let's break, let's break from the, the Grammy topic for just a, com, a, a quick conversation about that, because that's, that's something that's becoming more and more prevalent in the, in the conversations uh, surrounding hip hop is that age at least is that, you know, now we're kind of getting longer albums and Oh my gosh, I got to sit there and I gotta, I gotta listen to 24 songs. I, w- explain that to me. Maybe I don't understand because I'm from the era. I mean, I still remember cassette tapes. If I was having to play this on a vinyl, like I, I tweeted that, that Cultured 2, the vinyl is going to be like eight pieces, you know, but um, what, if we're streaming it from our phone, why do we feel compelled? Why do we feel I feel like we have to listen to twenty four songs in a row. I don't understand. When when did we my, get into that mode? But how
1: can but how can you digest an album without listening to it in that in that one sitting? Like I'm all the, for listening Dimigos,
2: to it. I don't think that the Migos put out albums that I'm supposed to sit there and really like digest and like take in. I think it's something I'm supposed to throw on maybe in the car or when I'm you know cleaning or something and just kind of like let it rock and well that song track list cut it down to my top eight or ten. And that's what I do. About my day, but people are sitting there like twenty. Like the album drops at eleven o'clock on a Thursday night. Twenty-four songs. How am I supposed to listen to this? This is crazy. And it's just like, uh, who's telling you you have to listen to the whole thing? If it was a Jay Z album of twenty-four songs, yeah, I'd probably feel like I have to sit there for the whole thing. But Migos, the the, the eighth song that, sounds just like the first song. That's
0: that's the difference with with like a Migos and a Kendrick or Jay Z. It's just like they. I feel like things just get too repetitive. And like you said, what I did is I narrowed it down to the
2: best 12
0: songs and made it a playlist. Yeah. It's like 50 minutes long. But I just don't, I just don't different. feel like they
2: have uh, No, see, Your 12, 12 might be different from somebody else's 12. And so that's kind of the great thing. The, 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 the it's, a, it's a sign that the labels don't know what works with Amigos. Exactly. If they're gonna give you 24 songs, they're gonna give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some of this, some of that, and they're gonna figure out based on what streams the most, what works.
1: Well, see, they that's retarded, really but, but see, that's 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 my issue. That's my issue with cookie cutter music at this point. Like, call that shit a mixtape. That's what that's what I want you to do. Don't call like to me, because because for me, like with mixtapes, I'm looking for uh, well, I'm not necessarily looking for it, but I wouldn't be surprised to see somebody else's beats on there You may get some original production, you know, what I'm saying put it together. That's fine But when you're but when you're going off of history of what an out al- like what an album is That is typically the best that you can get from said artists Whatever whoever that artist is. I don't care if it's a soldier boy I don't care if it's a jay-z like the, an album Historically is supposed to be what you feel is your great body like your greatest number of tracks or however however you put it together. But for Migos, and, and they're not the only artists that are doing it, but it's a ton of artists will give me an album with 16, 17, 45, 24 songs, 30 songs, and then expect for me to make the ones that, that pop. To stream so that you can say, "Oh yeah, I got a number one album." Like, no, we don't fuck with the album. We just fuck with the eight songs on the album. But, but guess what? Culture Two is number one, not those eight songs that you pulled out and the twelve songs he pulled out. It's all twenty-four tracks, which it's not a reflection of how we all feel. The charts, people are still on the charts.
0: If if they'd have put out like a, a shorter, concise album, I feel like it'd be easier for two to three songs to pop because there's not so many to choose from.
2: No, no, because what you see is that you see, like, if there, so if there's 12 songs on an album, like with this Jay-Z album, you can let that thing run, right? Once I've listened to Culture 2 a couple of times, I'm going to know what my favorites are, and I'm going to go back to those each time. So those are going to pop. That Bad Bitches Only says some production on there. I like that song. Uh, song is hot. You know, song is Bad hot. Bad, Bad Bitches Only, that one's going to go there's a couple of uh walk it like i talk it is automatic i mean that's stir fry uh you know yeah there's a few on there that are really good but then if you like yeah there's 24 songs and everything but you go on there you pick your favorite and the ones that stream the most like i said that bad bitch is only that thing is going to that will be one walk it like i talk it will be one so out. i hear what you're saying but i just think that we live so- in the, we live in the playlist era we live in the shuffle era we don't really live in the Album era, we're we're fortunate to have artists like Jay Z, uh, Kendrick, J Cole, who still make albums in the classic sense of what an album is supposed to be—a nice thirteen to fourteen song uh, dissection—and then keep it moving.
1: But you have people, you have people from this sa- from the same. I guess you, you can even go like regionally. You got the people from the same region that are putting out similar music, but they are compi- like they are compiling decent bodies of work. Who? Like two, two chains. We can go. We can go to two chains. You can, if you want to go into a more of a, a more, a more urban, uh pretty girls on like trap music. If you want to go even more urban than that, you can look at a Young Dolph. Like his the fucking playlist in Charlotte, where you got a hundred the the hundred shots mixtape, whatever the fuck that mixtape was. Like what a track How How
2: But how many songs are on Two Chains Up?
1: I think he had. 15 maybe
2: hold on i think for me the
0: with the with amigos the album it wasn't the number of songs it was the length of it that's what it was
2: with but me now that now that i agree with that i agree with that a 16, lot of those songs it's like, a lot of those songs you know we can we can go ahead and we can cut
3: it is, a minute
2: and a half because like superstars like i like superstars but a lot of the time it just kind of meanders like it's just kind of aimless well, you know yeah i agree a lot of those songs it's not necessarily the amount of songs because i think that migos is a type of needs to saturate and maybe even oversaturate a little bit so that they're kind of out do that's just the kind of that's just the kind of music we get from them we don't get I, th- I thought it was amazing made men on that album i thought it was amazing that, that was even on there like such a different sound and that's a great record and i would love to get a whole album of stuff like that from them
1: but see, that's my issue. That like, like, and this is not like a personal attack to you, but I mean, you're 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 on that you're on that side. Like, that's the issue. Why we have trash music? And I and listen, I'm for some of this trash because I don't want to be in the club or to kick back listening to political albums. I do not. I get it. I get we gonna have that <laughs> lane of hip hop. That is fine. That is perfectly fine. But. In a sense, if we're going with people with that mentality that you have right now about, like, we're being in the playlist era, like, well, shit, I sure hope Lil Pump has a Grammy nomination come next year. Then, If we're going with that well, mentality.
2: But, you know? but unfortunately, that's probably what we're going to see. I mean, that that's no. the thing is that this is all kind of turning over and changing in the sense that.
1: That, that's to get nominations, but they still go through that cookie cutter process of picking albums, because if that's if we're going by what you said, it's no reason why culture didn't win the, the Grammy up on Sunday.
2: I think so a lot, lot of people won. I was surprised. That's why I, I was surprised. I thought that I thought that more people would know bad and bougie. Uh, or a bigger they, fan of bad and bougie than they were of any of the other records nominated. You know what I mean? I mean, the, yeah, I was I was surprised that Migos didn't pick up one. But again, we're talking about two different cultures. We're talking about the culture of the masses. We're talking about the culture that's strictly for the hip hop.
1: And so, so with that, with that notion, you can't get upset or Mm-mm. be pissed off with with, with snubs because they're not because they're not, because they're not going they're not going on they're not going off of all <laughs> such and such stream this shit and all this. They're like, nah, fuck that. Like we're going by whatever this like uh, imaginary map of how we how we analyze music. And clearly, they're not seeing it for the cookie cutter
3: music. I, real quick, but real quick, this is out, I, I got that joke, bike. That was funny. Uh, just real quick to jump in. Uh, one thing you were saying with the uh, the the reason that I guess that people think that they need to sit through a 24 album and digest amigos because they're sitting here and they're proclaiming themselves the kings of rap. If you're, gonna call, if you're gonna call yourself the kings of rap, well, I'm gonna go through every song and let's hear this king rapping that you speak of. You know, what I'm saying if you just put on a bunch of throwaway tracks that seemingly run together like a couple of songs that you mentioned like made went made men stir fry i like but that was more or less for me with the production the actual rapping like you're going to get that type right. of scrutiny i kind of i kind of compared it to let's say uh on the last podcast talk about uh, uh blueprint two was almost the same amount of tracks it was i think one track longer but it's a little bit more dense as far as with the uh the tracks and the content like we spoke about this on the uh podcast about jay-z that i can go through 24 of those tracks and i get more content out of it with the Migos with a two-hour album it's kind of like you know quote unquote twitter will say it's getting the same repetitive sound over and over again with the exceptions of tracks like you said made men which was a very different term for them so that's why i think people feel they need to digest the tracks because they're proclaiming themselves the kings of rap like nah you can't do that not expect scrutiny. that's all i got i'm with you
2: i'm with you thank i hear you, thank you producer.
1: Thank you so much. I, know. I,
2: I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I, I think that kings of rap, I mean, it's like what we're talking about when we talk about rap. Again, they influence an entire that are now out and very successful. In terms of you listen to Beyonce. You listen to Beyonce's last album. She's got Migos Flow on there. You listen to uh, what was I just listening to? Uh,
1: for, excuse I mean, me. like everyone. Wait a minute. Excuse me. For, just just for just for my reference, because I want to co- confirm Android and or deny what track on Lemonade.
2: Uh, all night. So many okay. people with okay. up, <mumbles> pick up another one and matcha, pick up another up and fill up on you. I mean, that's Migos. Point, point
1: cool. to Pratt. Point one to Pratt. i give
2: you that. Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> <"Play well laughs> oh, the bars. Oh, 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 no.
3: Flavor boshy, flavor she. Point one to Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I,
2: no, it's all right. But again, b- b- that's a very subtle reference. That's a very subtle interpolation, but it's still very influential. The fact that Sway Lee, which one did Sway Lee write?
3: He wrote, formation,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're using these kids who make this kind of garbage uh, cookie cutter or whatever, but these are the people that the, the, the older heads, the elders are looking at as the future. That's again why Kendrick gets best rap album because it's the best of that type of rap album. Why do you think Mike Will made it, had to make the first single? You know, that that type of music, the the sounds and the sonics that are associated with that more to to the popular music that's out right now than jay-z's old man country club album
1: listen to the kids bro kind
0: of
2: yeah us you yeah, gotta I'm listen the to the kids, kids man
1: fuck listen i'm gonna put it out <laughs> here and i stand by what i say fuck everybody born after '94.
3: before <laughs> <laughs> well i know i know uh, uh mike's how to go we appreciate you coming through man uh, we definitely again always appreciate you coming on we'll definitely have you on again because you always bring the uh, value of our podcast up so appreciate it man
2: not a problem. I mean, I got a couple extra minutes if you want to chop it up, but if y'all want to uh, get on to your own thing, I got no problem.
3: Well, let me that I nice guess... little
2: outro. <laughs> well,
3: I have great editing skills, so I can make it work. So it's get... all good. Right, let's you want to do, man. let's, let's just get to time.
1: the big three. I guess get to the big three.
3: You want to go? We'll do Song of the Year?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's, okay. Let's so,
2: both song and record, right? Yeah, he took both
0: of those. Song of the Year, I, I hope that Logic would win. For his, uh, <laughs> for, the suicide have, song. for the suicide song, I don't have the number off the top of my head this time. But the actual song I picked was Despacito because that's like that was like the biggest song out there, and uh, Bruno won that one along with the uh, record of the year. And uh, just like Kendrick, Bruno was kind of killing it with Twenty Four Karat.
1: Uh, um, so I picked. On my little official Twitter pics, I had uh, Despacito. Like that was a song that I thought was gonna win, but I put down Bruno Mars. That's what I like, just because Bruno literally, Bruno is everywhere. Like your top forty radio stations, he's on your urban stations, old people station. Like he's everywhere. He's on your TV. He's car karaoke. Like you couldn't get rid of Bruno Mars this year. So I, I kind of already saw that happening.
2: <laughs> I did think it was weird that he took both. So I did think that that was a little like, well, damn, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I don't know. It just seemed funny. I know that there's very specific, like the, the definitions of record and song of the year are very specific. And, and I don't, I don't know those definitions off the top of my head. in Terms of like who actually gets credited per whatever nomination, but or, or, um, per whatever award is won. But I did think it was a little weird because I'm not thinking objectively to, to not think that it was weird that Kendrick took every award he was nominated for, but, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, Bruno, you know, that again, safe enough. Um, but if we're talking about safe, again, we open the show with Kendrick Lamar and Dave Chappelle and, you know, I mean, it, it, safety is kind of, uh, a, a funny term to use there, but, yeah. I did think it was Bruno Mars is for, um,
1: for um, safe. I mean, you could because you had. You, think about it. Look, like, look at the, the, I guess that the the conversation afterwards. It was just like, oh, that was a good album. Like, no one really has a problem with the album. But then when you break it, like to me, once you start breaking the shit down, you're telling me that Damn could win, ev- like, win everything that it touched. You know what I'm saying? At this point, let's throw Jay Z out the window. Damn could t- everything that Damn touched. Be a category it won, but it could not afford to win the album of the year. Like it, that it, didn't make sense to me because. It,
0: yeah go I, I, I got a little pushback on that because when I first listened to that album, I was like this song this this album is gonna blow up like we we're saying bruno is a is a safe act even though when he was on stage he was coked out of his mind but Coke was like, <laughs> yeah like he like Bruno Mars he gets on stage and he's like gyrating and all this stuff and people don't really take it as like sexual. it's like because he's so short. it's almost like a little <laughs> kid up there. you know what I'm saying It's like, oh look at Bruno he's over there dancing a little bit but the reason,
2: the reason why I think, uh, Bruno, taking my over- letting that woman take off all her clothes and lay her Versace on the floor. Yeah, that boy
0: exactly. Actually- I mean, it, it doesn't, he doesn't feel dangerous. He still feels safe. He
1: Cause he's like four, like, he's like 4'10". Who's going to be really
0: yeah, and, it, and he's and- like, <laughs> he's racially kind of like, we're not really sure what he is. He's kind of in the middle somewhere and it's like, why? ah, he's fine.
2: But he, but the music but the music is a callback to yes. you know New Jack Swing so it's it's familiar like people
0: that's that's the thing I can that, so I can play Bruno Mars for my mom I can play Bruno right. Mars for my grandma I can play Bruno Mars for my one year old and he he likes Bruno Mars it's it's ridiculous but the thing is is that's I feel like that's why looking back on it why we shouldn't really be surprised that it won Album of the Year Record of the no. Year Song of the Year because It's an album that everybody can listen to. You can throw that on at any function and everybody will like that. You throw on Damn at a MAGA rally, you know, people ain't gonna be too happy about that. You can play Bruno Mars anywhere. Bruno's, he's like the rock. Like, everybody loves the rock. Everybody loves Bruno. Bruno's just that guy. Like, he's, and and I don't want to take any, I don't want to take anything away from Bruno because he's super talented. He's a good-ass singer. He puts on a great show. He's a pretty solid dancer he's a, he's he's the modern day mm. yeah he's a, he's he's an entertainer like he does it all whatever you need for him to do he can do that he can get on the drums he can get on the guitar I mean he's he's got it all he's 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 the perfect mix of what you'd want out of an entertainer and he's palatable to everyone Kendrick Lamar everybody everybody ain't gonna want to listen to Kendrick Lamar even the even his pop song some people are not really into that I'm talking like like my grandma's not gonna like Kendrick. My mom isn't gonna like Kendrick. I can't really. I mean, I could play Kendrick for my one year old, but I'd probably be called an irresponsible parent for
3: that.
1: No, you are not Black Wolf Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like no, like I'm like no. I don't know. I just think it, to me it was a disappointment. Like that was the actual one that like had Kendrick won it. I probably wouldn't have said anything about it just because like we haven't had a rap album win since 2004 like the speaker box love below was the last hip-hop album to win album of the year and for what i mean and i think it was 2016 that nielsen the uh, stat people they finally confirmed what we already knew that rap was the biggest genre or hip-hop excuse me hip-hop was the biggest genre you know of music and i'm like we're still getting so every every way that we possibly can continue to get snubbed for this award and it's like we are elite like hip-hop and I'm so when I say we, I'm speaking against hip hop, like we set the trends. You know, we are the reason why like niggas know who Taylor Swift is. You know what I'm saying? We're, like we're the reason, niggas we're the juicy. Why,
2: juicy we're, the Cardi B, we're the reason why Cardi B's on stage with Bruno Mars.
1: Exactly. But you but but then no one in that category, like we had two heavy hitters. Like, if it, I mean honestly, I feel like if had Kendrick won that award. Although it would have still ended up with Jay-Z being snubbed for the rest of the night, I probably would have slept a little bit better. Just knowing that, okay. <laughs>
3: you want to sleep over this?
1: No, <laughs> for metaphorical sense,
0: Yeah, like, no. Hey, I, keep it a buck. Yeah, you did. You
1: did. Nah, not you not lost a little bit of sleep. No, I, I really didn't because, because of the shit that <laughs> happened Saturday, though. Like, I just would like, I'm coming into this context with my fandom of Jay-Z. It's just like, people don't like him. Like, I mean, nobody, like, you don't have to like Jay-Z for him to be right. He doesn't have to win
2: for him to be right, you know? Real quick, I want to throw in a topic that's sort of a a wild card, but it it goes with what we have been speaking about. You you brought up Speaker Box Love Below albums with uh, Migos and whatnot and how that might kind of become a trend. I mean, both their last albums were 19 songs each. But moving forward, uh, the Ray Shrimmert album has just been announced that it's going to be triple disc.
0: What the fuck? I'm here for
2: it. When I first heard that when I first heard that, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, who who's not getting the memo? Kind of like we've all been saying, like twenty four tracks, like nobody has time. I was just envisioning Twitter at eleven o'clock on Thursday night and saying, "All right, here we go, disc one." So what they're doing is they're packaging a album with Sway Lee's solo album, and then the third disc is going to be a Ray Shrimmer album. Uh, so yeah. brilliant! And that might even be a step above. And it even put me on a little bit to how they might have felt about you know everybody wanted that sway lee solo album first you know everybody was saying sway lee's gonna go solo and kind of trying to drive a wedge in between that that duo and i think that this is a way to get the sway lee solo album out but not affect slim jimmy's ego at all Because they can't tell, they'll be able to tell, I guess, with streaming, like who's getting more streams. But it's all, like you said, if we're going on to Culture 2 and we're streaming Bad Bitches Only, and that's the only one we're streaming, platinum because it's on the album. So, you know, interesting packaging uh, strategy and a way to kind of make sure that everybody's happy and that no one gets any hurt feelings you know the group but I did think that was very interesting I don't know
0: what y'all thought I'm on the I'm on the fence with that three album. I'm, I'm on the fence with them releasing their you know their third group album and then releasing both of their solo albums on the same date because I mean outcast could do that because they were already established you know as a group and even you know love below and speaker box they were both on those albums like you could hear their influences and stuff like that but I just don't want one of them to get lost. And like if one song like say a song from Sway Lee's album just blows up like a bad and emoji and then we just kind of miss out on, you know, their group album or Slim Jibby's uh project. I I don't I, I get what you're saying. I understand like putting them both out. So it's like, hey, let's keep both of their egos in check. We're putting it all out there at one time so everybody will be happy. I I, I get that. That's why I'm on the fence.
1: I'm for it. I'm here for it. I saw it. I got happy. I've been wanting to hear a solo uh, Swaley album. I think, you know, at one point it was a conversation who had the better hook, Swaley or Quavo, And I was always on Swaley's side because I think Swaley's a a lot more diverse. Um, So I'm interested to see what kind of sound he goes for for his project. I think Slim Jimmy is the takeoff. Like, no one really knows. Like, you, you... Sway has that like shine that star appeal that you're just like drawn to him with like the different things he can do But it's like Slim Jimmy is really the one kind of bringing that energy and what you need to the group So I'm interested in to hear like what kind of sound he goes for and then like you can't go wrong with the race from an album Period like in my opinion because they just they have a diverse sound like not I mean. Oh my gosh I'm sorry. I have everyone calling me like you can look at I guess what album well like their singles none of their singles really sound the same like i can't think of one
0: that's that's fair i think that's a fair that's a fair thing to say they don't put out the same type of stuff right and they they have mike
1: will in their pocket and mike will is a diverse producer so it's like, I don't, I just don't foresee me pressing play. And let's just say it's 10 albums, a, 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 a album. So it's 30 tracks. I just physically do not see myself pressing play and hearing 30 repetitive tracks or 25 repetitive tracks with, you know, like. And I,
0: I was kind of wondering why it was taking them so long to put out music because Migos have been like, since Culture Drops, they've been putting out mixtapes and collab albums and all these other things. They've been on, you know, Features and other people's albums and I'm just like are they are they about to take over what Ray Sremert was doing? Because I thought Ray Sremert was like at the top and they were at the top and then they kind of just went away and I guess this is what they've been doing. So I for me, I expect them to put out I, I expect there to be some some serious heat with their triple, their, their three disc album.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was a cool move once I kind of like behind it i thought it was a cool move we would we would love to get uh, an andre 3000 solo record a record and an outcast album all packaged together dropping on the same day i mean that would be great i did kind of wonder until i thought about you know the whole ego thing wouldn't spread that out over the year like why not drop ray Shrimmered like now Summertime, drop Sway Lee, and then in the third, fourth quarter, you know, let Slim Jimmy, but I think that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, just not want any, like...
1: I think that's more of a performance type thing, though. Like, I think, because, like, Ray Shurmur, they're, like, festival artists. Like, it's just certain people I just stamp, like, okay, I will go to a festival and see them. And I think they have that festival music and just putting, pumping that music out, like first quarter, giving people a chance to gravitate, like you said with the Amigos album, just gravitate to those singles, uh, well, you know, to each track that gains attention. And then we go to, during, into festival season, which is like late April to I think May is the last one in September. Like, I don't know i just i just think it's a, I think it's a smart move for them i think anyone else like i think if the migos were to say like let's do a joint album and three solo albums i think it'll be that would be more of a smarter let's package it throughout the year to kind of keep it going well, but isn't
0: I, that what they did with the uh what you call it the offset and 21 savage project and then they came out with uh quavo and uh travis scott like those and were about now a take two off- apart
1: Takeoff and Yachty are doing one, but like, but to me, I like. I know Ugh. we talk about oversaturation, but like, it, it, to to me, and I and I it, I do enjoy the Migos. They just don't have a versatile sound that I want to hear. Like, it's kind of like I just want to break. Made, like, give me give, give me culture two. Give me like a three, to fourth month Migo run let me get two months to myself about to listen to something else and then come back again. But it's just like album after album, feature after feature, like they're there and I get it, get to the bag. I'm not, I'm not shining on I'm mean like stopping, trying to, or wish to stop anyone's bag. But it's like, as a listener, like I'm, the quality control album, which they did 80% of and culture Two sound identical. And that's 30 tracks and 24 tracks. So essentially the Migos just hit us with a Chris Brown and we didn't even fucking know it. Like, I just, I just put it together
2: right now. Now that's, a, now, that's a great point. And I'm glad you brought up Chris Brown because I wasn't even thinking about it. A 45-track album, plus he put out, like, another extended version or something the and day like, after. Or what an extended season. version of a 45-track album? And he did, like, did a Christmas girl. thing. And he did a Christmas thing. So so there's an example of an artist. Like I said, if, Kanye, if I found out that Kanye West's next album is 45 tracks, I would be ecstatic because I would be like, holy shit, if this man has figured out a way Kanye West makes and it's 45 songs long but if you tell me that you made a playlist of 30 tracks I'm not or or surprised or anything you know we always hear when artists or or we often hear when artists are doing interviews about albums they have coming out that they've recorded this album or they've recorded 20 songs for this album or whatever it might be and we never hear those other songs and with amigos, it's like, well, it all sounds the same. So let's just throw it all out. But if you but if you take but you take Chris Brown's album, I mean everyone really likes that Chris Brown album. No one said, Oh, it's too long. I mean, there was that no, in the beginning. No. But then it think- was like, yo, this shit's smoothing. Like this shit's smooth. I'm I'm 30 tracks in. This is nice.
1: The three brave souls that stomached that album in one sitting like gave everyone else the green light to it. But I also think like that, I think Chris Brown's rollout spoke more to his like personal issues. I think at at, at that point when Chris Brown announced and put out that 45 track album, The pant lines was all of his bullshit, like everything court cases, him and his baby mama, something he said on Instagram, like it was never about the music. And I think the 45 track thing, it kind of led them to go to like, all right, let's focus back on the music. So I think, I think more so from like a media standpoint, the 45 track album, it, it was a smart idea and it worked for Chris. I pray to God that I don't even care. Like Jay-Z could say, I want to put out 45 tracks and I'm not going to sit down and listen to 45 Jay-Z songs in a, in a, in a one sitting like I, I'm not going to do that but like mm. I think
3: mm.
1: and that's and that's mm. and I love I love the artists I'll get to the 45 tracks but I'm not gonna no. Well, it's
2: what just you it. Gonna say?
1: but no what with the saying? Migos I think my issue my issue more so with the Migos it's like y'all, pu- y'all putting out the heat like you got heat it's not I'm not gonna say it's not for me but this new shit it ain't really my cup of tea they
0: got the but juice now
1: but everybody fuck with it. So I'm not going to be no hater. But it's like I watch interviews. where, Because a lot of times, like, if I don't fuck with an artist or if I don't necessarily like the sound of music, I like to watch interviews where it's like, all right, this is the mode I was in when I made this album, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, oh, let me try to get into this mode and listen to it. Maybe I'll appreciate it. Yeah. But it's like, you watch Migos. It's, it's like I, I tweeted. I was like, I just really wish either, A, they put them on a gag order like they did Beyonce. Because you notice Beyonce does not do a lot of press. And it's and in the beginning of her career, she did a ton of press and someone told her she doesn't really sound that smart when she talks and she has to get a lot of things put together so that they put that gag order and you appreciate her music more you know what I'm saying I just she, want like either,
0: music e- speak for you
1: right either that, either I want the Migos to get some training and explain where their mind is at when they put together 24 tracks that I honestly feel like sound the same or give me some heat and shut up and just be like this is my music bitch you gonna like it or you gonna leave it like yeah. that's what I want don't come and tell me you the Beatles and then I hear the shit and I'm like yeah, the, Migos,
0: the Migos it. are notoriously bad interview. like they all their interviews are pretty like they're just not that good there's no depth to it they're not really my coherent
2: God, my God. they're so articulate on their records why would you think that their interviews would be poor <laughs> That's fabulous. No, no, <laughs> no, no, like, what, what are we what are not talking about? We're talking about some about, like, Diane what, Sawyer interview with the Migos. We're talking about the Migos are on morning radio doing an interview where they're with Ebro on beats. One. Well, I mean, it's all for the look. Hey, I'm I'm a a little, I like, want a little bit. No, I want a no little something though. I want something. Well, you know, they you know, when we no got in the studio, when we they don't remember when they made these songs. They made all these songs in one night. I would like
1: yeah, to you niggas Mars. eat it up. That's what y'all do. Y'all eat yeah, up more, more.
2: But how about but how about somebody like a Drake who's been on the uh, what was it reported last year? He's had a run on radio since like 2008 or nine or something like we've never been without a Drake record until a few months ago when he mm-hmm. just kind of went quiet. And look what we started the year off with two new Drake records. It sound just like two old Drake r- records.
1: Well, I mean, you're not making a case for me because I don't like Drake either. So, like, I mean, you kind of proving my point with the Migos. I, I mean,
0: th- this could this could turn into a Drake hate podcast real quick.
3: <laughs> like, it goes Drake, zero to one
2: hundred. It's not Drake hate at all. It's it's the conversation about oversaturation and how you know we'll take forty five tracks from Chris Brown, but when we get twenty four tracks from the Migos, it's like, oh my god, it's like. And uh, and again with all the all the Drake music that we've had over the. Ten years like you would think that he might even like switch it up a little bit but he literally put out two songs one or any other song that in that the other one that sounds like uh lose you or any of those introspective tracks that he does and they want to see which one works well god's plan is now eligible for platinum status in the u.s so Get on this next Drake album. <laughs> it's about to sound just like all the other Drake albums. The same. So the same. Well, you know, I think I think again, he's been think to
1: Memphis. Just, we're gonna get some Tennessee kind of like Drake, Tennessee and uh reggae thong Drake. It's my two votes for the new Drake album. Yeah,
3: yeah. and reggae and Drake, would love-
1: reggae Drake is dead. Reggae thong Drake is alive.
0: Whatever, whatever Drake puts out, we're gonna hear forever. Like it's going to be like that's all you're gonna hear. That's all people are gonna be talking about because. Drake put that song out, and it, it's like the most streamed song ever.
2: Did like, you all like those?
1: I those only know. love my bed and my mama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like I like diplomatic <laughs> I like diplomatic community better than uh, God's plan.
1: That was just like the what was it 4 p.m. in Calabasas or whatever time he was like. Yeah. It's a, like, Drake does <laughs> well, the same. There's, there's a few. <laughs> whatever, whatever time he was, but he was in Calabasas on this one. Yeah. <laughs> like it sounds, it sounds the same. Like this is what Drake does. This is Drake formula. Drake gives you, like, a poppy, like, catchy hook one. And then he gives you one where it's just, like, this long, like, monotone, the monotone Drake, you know, like, where he raps in that, like, one, like, just, and then he, like, throws subtle shots. And, like, people who talked about him 17 months ago that you have to go back and be like, what the fuck did he even say to make Drake even want to, you know, then the stands come and they, like, decipher the song and then you're like, oh. But then you go, folk, you go fuck with the poppy, airy song. So I think God's plan will. I mean, I think God's plan is probably like going to creep up and hit number one eventually
2: because no, that's it's the, eligible for platinum. It's eligible for platinum status in the U.S.
1: Is it number one on the chart on the billboard charts now? Like as far I as. Single? But yeah, say
2: that you're eligible for platinum status. I'm pretty sure that that like. Up on the chart, I haven't seen a chart. I don't know if they've been released. I just know that I saw it reported today that it's eligible.
1: Yeah, I mean shout out, like like I said, shout out to everyone out getting money. Get these young people getting money. People, you know, they can put out whatever and people eat it up because we're in that culture of I love the person and not the music. So,
2: or or we're in the culture of even more so we're in the culture of such song out. Let me click on it real quick. Versus back in the day where it's hey, there's a new such and such single out or there's a new such and such album out. I have to go to the store to buy it. Oh, I don't have time today. I might go do it tomorrow. I can do it whenever I'm. About it. You know, so he might get about a million streams off the first day. I mean, he broke the record for Spotify or whatever was being held on that first day for those songs, anyway. So uh, it's just it's just easier, and that's why these numbers and things like figure out a way to like make it a little bit more legitimate, hopefully. But it is a little bit like, again, like you said, it's not reflective of the quality of the music. It's just reflective of the amount of time somebody sat there and listened to it, or the amount of people that sat there and listened to it once, even. So. That is fair. Well, I feel like we've already
0: touched on like our thoughts on album of the year as far as Bruno winning it. Uh, I personally thought Lord was going to win this one, but uh, yeah. Bruno Bruno uh, ran away with this one. So I don't know if we need to really rehash that. I mean, we we pretty much got all, talk, all our –
2: Let's talk some more about how upset we are that Jay-Z didn't win. <laughs> oh, no, I guess.
0: 444 <laughs> got it got snubbed it got
1: watch, snubbed and watch, oh
2: gosh just shut out
1: and watch jay-z and beyonce win for like this mediocre joint album i just see i foresee all this happening like it's gonna be a mediocre album we're gonna have i'm gonna love it all but you know f- f- as far as like culture base, it's gonna be a mediocre you know, album
2: and only because only because of jay-z's track record do i kind of like want him to like unless he's in a zone right now which absolutely like if a couple of those 444 tracks were recorded days before he released it he is absolutely in his zone and i'm here for whatever he's got coming but it is normally like one solid album and then the next one's kind of like a solid album and the next one's kind of like huh eh. and so we got this 444 which was great one whether it's the joint album or what i think that it's going to be like just a half a step at least down from how we felt about this last album which is I still Be- I, th- I mean I think
0: I think she will I think she'll bring it I think she'll kind of carry him I think she'll really She'll be like uh Scottie Pippen carrying Jordan for the flu game or the, my man, my the Hungover man, this game. Whole,
2: this whole this whole past uh three years and the whole next five years of Jay-Z's career are gonna be Beyonce carrying him. Do you not see what we've been experiencing? <laughs> this whole era that Jay-Z's in right now is the Beyonce era. She executive produced this album. She chose all the <laughs> yes. busy- I mean, this is a Beyonce, this is Jay-Z. Having to pay a bunch of child support, Jay Z says, "Hey, you know what? Why don't you just take the reins on this one, and I'll give you all the money for it." Because it's, it's wild uh, that he,
0: like the greatest rapper of all time, was re- not reduced, but he was her opening act for the what was it, on the run tour. Like that was her tour, and he mm, was the opening act for it.
2: Mm, I mean, life comes at you well, fast. Well, life well, comes, it comes it at you fast, man. You know? Yeah, but to get the greatest
0: rapper ever to be your opening act is is pretty impressive. Well, let, let's let's
1: um... for, wait for the record for this podcast because who's ever going to listen to this? I'm just refraining um, for you know negative words. Like I do not agree with anything these two gentlemen are saying,
2: <laughs> but for the sake of the time of the podcast,
1: I'm going to swallow my tongue. <laughs> like,
2: i want to hear it there's no there's no point in talking about it if there's not an, uh, an objective opinion go ahead
1: No, i mean i i just i don't know like i i hear what you guys are saying but you guys are going to the extreme with it but let's what beyonce carrying like be like jay-z being the opening act for he was, uh, he really, was, really, he really was like like, like like what song did they open up to
0: no, I'm saying that he was the opening act. Like he performed first and then she was the main attraction.
1: They came out together. How did he, how did he open first?
0: Nah, I mean, he opened first for her. They He's opened one together.
1: They opened in close together.
0: Yeah. I mean, Beyonce's at this point is the, the bigger star out of the two. And she's the better she,
1: performer. What the fuck? Like,
0: there's, a, there's also that, but she's also the big, She you're saying Jay-Z's the bigger star than Beyonce? J- like right now, mm-hmm. like in the last right, like four right years? Now? No.
1: No, I, no. Since I'm like dead. the,
0: since on the run. But, since but, the that's, the but that's like saying,
1: like, okay, a B, like a Beyonce concert. Like, if you've ever been to a, like, let's just take a, a on the run off the table. If you've ever been to a Beyonce concert, like she is the greatest performer of our time. Like you we can go in an argument about Janet Jackson, you know, with.
0: Yeah, I saw Beyonce um, in of
1: all Of all time, we can debate. But like of right now, Beyonce is the, the greatest thing ever. And in my opinion, outside, well, not even outside, I would say, from my from my concert going experience, two chains would be like number two. I think Jay-Z's the best rap, like rap performer that we have. He commands the stage. So t- so for you to say like, oh, he was open act, like it was really more like a 1A, 1B type situation. You had like the best performer to date with the best hip hop performer. Like you can't go wrong either way. Would like you,
0: you put would you put Jay-Z as a better performer than Kanye West? Yes. Live? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. I would, and I, and I, and I, de- and I, and I saw them at, wa- which I think Watch the Throne was like peak both of them, honestly. And I saw them both work the stage you know, they do their own like little sets or like Kanye is definitely a great performer. That is not to not Kanye like at all. I think he is a great performer, but Jay, to me, Jay-Z is better.
2: You know, that's really interesting that you bring up his performing because I saw him at the Meadows and I mean, the dude's got Song after song. I mean, there's 30 tracks. And, I mean, it's just hit after hit after hit. And the, the music's never sounded better live. Band that he's got back there. <clears throat> but when I was watching, excuse me, when I was watching 444 tour or, you know, any of the shows or I would see, I, I thought, my gosh, you know, records must really ring off because it's a little boring to watch him for himself. Self on stage for an hour and a half or two hours in a hoodie and sweatpants. Like, he's not doing anything. Like, there's all these visuals. There's all this, like, value around it, but it's really just a man on stage rapping incredibly well. And it's great that he remembers all his lyrics and all those things. He's talent. There's nothing taken away from that. But as far as a live performer, I feel like specifically might not be great but everything that's going on around him is probably really like top tier and exciting you know i, well, I don't know well, i mean well, I like i said i enjoyed the I mean, show at the I, meadows but i enjoyed it because the music sounded so great
1: i think well i to me like, i would i wouldn't judge that this last because that, that this album was too slow in my opinion like it was just a slow album so like he's not
2: Perform, but he's not like he's doing. You know, he's not doing four, four, four front to back. He's doing no, but no. That's what I'm doing. saying. He's but he's assists. he's
1: trying to interject every one of them, so you go from a high. Like if you go to, let me. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a tour that was like really, really high paced Like that people recently went to. Maybe maybe the Magna Carta tour. Like that to me, that album had a lot of high points. You had "Fuck with Me," you know, I got it. You had "Crown," like you had these songs that. Now, they I mean, they don't necessarily sound like it's old shit, but they they easily blend together. But then you look at this album; you go from a big pimping or a give it to me, but you gotta perform four, four, four. Like, how do you stick that into a Jay Z set? Like, giving the hits that. It, so, I, I think that I think I hear what you're saying, and I agree to a certain extent. But to judge him off of that tour compared to whoever, whomever, like that's to me, that's not a fair comparison. Like, I would, I I don't even really include that. In my tour analysis of Jay Z, like I think it did was some mature. Did
2: you see him on on tour this time?
1: Yeah, I, I've been I've been to Jay Z show since oh seven oh eight.
2: You went you went on this recent yeah outing. Mm-hmm. So you didn't so you didn't see how he incorporated all this. I thought that was probably the, like, the best part, especially when I saw him at Meadows. Was I, just like, damn! Like he did a really great job of going from old to new, and like it all sounded current.
1: I personally did not like this set list. I think he've, he's had better set lists. Um. I, what I did, what I did enjoy watching during this tour was watching him, him mature as a performer. The fact that that stage sat in the middle of the arena set so much to me because like like i said i've been going to concerts for a, a long time and he usually puts that i'll put the stage right to the you know to the left side of the wall and then they fill in like that so i'm like the fact that he put the, the stage in the middle set a lot the fact that he didn't just stand in the middle that he, he essentially walked himself around like like each side of that audit i mean of that arena or whatever you saw him excuse me you saw literally like he performed to your side i guess if that makes sense where in most and in more recent concerts, minus I think Watch the Throne, because Watch the Throne was kind of like a middle kind of circle thing. The other Those other uh, setups that he had, he goes from left to right. Like you don't feel, you know, it doesn't feel like... I mean, he's
2: definitely grown from, he's definitely grown from the Hard Knock Life Tour. I'll give him that. But I just don't, you know, you like so Jay-Z, it, you like... You like watching him sit there and talk, you know, for an hour uh, during an interview, you like watching him uh, eat food. I mean, we, we like we like watching Z do whatever. Look,
0: look uh, at, but look, look at the, the Grammys. Look at uh, Kendrick's performance, like right, all the right. things that he had going around him, all the energy he had, all the, the people behind him, the drums, the, uh, the thing where he was shooting the people behind him. That's entertaining. That's artistry. And like, I don't I don't know if Jay Z can do that. I saw what I saw Kanye West in New York. You know, he had the floating stage. It would tilt up and down, go, you know, side to side, uh, doing, had a little miniature light show in the, in the middle of it. Um, when he closes out the show, he like cuts out all the lights and has one singular beam of light coming from the ceiling that he stands under. Like if you see him on the, what was it, the Yeezus tour when he had like the mask on pretty much the whole time and he's on mountains and volcanoes and all these other things, like, I just don't know if Jay-Z's putting on that type of show.
2: Well, and again, now we're talking about production value versus performance. We were talking about the individual being a yeah. good performer. You know, Kendrick, Kendrick is a solid performer. I think, again, there's a about lot going like on around up. him. Uh, stage presence. You know, I think Jay-Z has great stage presence because, again, he can go up there in sweatpants and a hoodie. And captivate an audience for two hours again luckily this man has a catalog of hits that we're all more than familiar with and we're waiting to hear him perform them live very tight very great band and so it sounds great the the sonics of it are really good and again there's visuals going on on the screen and there's stuff happening but if you were forced if, all, if you took all that away and you were forced to sit there and watch jay-z perform for two hours I don't think that like he's you know top tier performer.
1: I don't know. The, if you take the beam away from Kanye, you're just gonna get Kanye standing on. You know, like I mean, that can be said Where
2: for it, anyone. It, if that's you, what I'm talking about, I didn't. I didn't make a case for Kanye or anyone else. I'm just saying we were talking about Jay Z being a good performer. It's like
1: as I a don't know as a, a I'm saying, I'm saying as a hip, like solely hip. I'm not I'm not putting him on the spectrum with the the bees and the Sierra like all these people that can go out and. Just do any goddamn thing.
2: Like, I mean, Jay Z right? no Justin Timberlake. I gotta say that.
1: okay I mean, oh, I mean, oh god! I mean, what? I mean, coming
3: up, coming up with the
1: Super Bowl, it's fuck Jay, it's fuck Justin. Timberlake. Oh my god! Shout oh. out to Janet Jackson. Like, it's still fuck Justin Timberlake until oh. you know, unless I see her pop out during this halftime performance. I don't even want that.
0: I don't even want that. Like, don't even give that man the. Yeah, uh, Justin Timberlake. No, no.
1: I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna stick by it. I do and, and I will say another person that has a credible stage presence that I love is Two Chains. I've had the pleasure of seeing Two Chains like three times. And the last time I saw him, he was in a wheelchair. And I was like, Oh, this is gonna be like not the move. But he made it work and I, I fucks with two chains. So that's those are my those are my two. Like the 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 two old niggas. Like and that's not to take away from like, you know, the younger people. Um, like I've been to Amigo show, they, they Hannah Montana gets me going. I'm sorry, I still my shit. Like I, I was a young rich nigga fan, like the first mixtape. So, um, the older stuff gets me going, but like, yeah, I think if we're talking about the essence of like hip hop. Those two are it for me.
0: let let's, let's shift gears real quick and let's do way too early 2019 Grammy predictions.
1: Uh, best rap album will encompass Cardi B and Nicki Minaj as nominees.
0: That's that. That's what I was gonna say. I was thinking like, <laughs> there's there's a possibility that we could have multiple women nominated for best this rap album. Here is oh. the year
1: of rap, the female rap. I'm I'm I keep saying this because I know Speaking it mean.
0: into existence.
1: You got Remy Ma coming. You got Nicki coming. You got Cardi coming. You got Dreezy coming. I heard Cash Doll in the goddamn studio. She may not necessarily get Grammy buzz, but like I'm just telling you, as far as like urban hip hop sound, women are gonna take over. Young
0: just, and May dropped the freestyle like a month ago. I think Young,
1: Young and May's problem is she cannot, she can't build a hit. Like she can't, she doesn't. Even, none of her songs has hooks, like like quality hooks. <laughs> so that's gonna be her issue. Remy's issue is she can't not rap like. Well, let me, I'm trying to say this, like she can rap before people hear this and get the at me, but like her delivery, she doesn't, she doesn't have a versatile delivery. Like that is the one thing. And although I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan, that's the one up she has on all of her female competition is her ability to change flows on any kind of sound. Like it's not many sonically, it's not many Nicki features and or songs that sound the same. Hmm.
0: Uh, Pratt, what you got? You got any uh 2019 predictions for the Grammys? It's too
2: early for that. that all right, it's way, all right, it's way yeah. early.
0: That's why, we're, that's why we're doing it now, so we can get out there first.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Like,
0: Drake's got some Kanye, probably, Kid Cudi,
2: probably since Beyonce dropped her self titled album exciting for me as a music fan because i really don't know what we're going to get like even you know we could look at a calendar and be like okay these guys are expected to drop projects this year but it's all the projects that we don't even know about and know are coming so i really look forward to every new year i'm just waiting like i, I was really surprised nobody hit us over the head on on new year's day you know i was really surprised that gotten more new stuff well I guess we did get two Drake records and we got a new Migos album and we're getting Justin Timberlake this uh week so but you know first quarter releases
1: are are, people don't do them often because like again we're in that like cookie cutter like you hot for two weeks and then next week we go on to the next person so a lot of people you see a lot of artists holding out to release their albums typically around the summertime so they can kind have of, those summertime anthems and smash and then you have them towards the end right where that eligibility period for the grammys is where they do the releases so that people so that so that it will stick so i I'm, i don't honestly like each year going into music i don't really look for like our heavy heavy hitters coming out in that I first mean, quarter two
2: years ago two years ago it was rihanna lemonade views first quarter Like we got all the heavy shit off out the way off top. And nothing.
1: And nothing. And
2: this year is feeling. And this this year kind of feels like two years ago. Maybe it's just with expected to get. Like I expect we'll probably get a Rihanna album. I expect we'll probably get a Beyonce album, and Kanye. So I mean, it, it feels. And we're gonna get a Drake album. So I mean, it feels like. It felt a couple years ago,
1: but if you look at this year, like I mean, it was just like big, big release after big release after big release after big. Like, I mean, it it went on through the year. like we spoke on the top five when you didn't even realize that Culture came out the early part of last year, like because it was so many albums that came out. Two
0: thousand seventeen. There was, I felt like, like every week there was like a dope ass hip hop album dropping. Like, like Rick Ross, Vic Mensa, Vince Staples, uh, Kendrick, (laughs) Jay Z. Two Chains, Rick Ross, it's just like uh, Culture, Migos, uh, To Us, Rhapsody, Sci High the Prince. It's just like, yo, how, like, there's so they, much they stuff. Just I'm kept over coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, for, for me, I, I I need my Kanye fix, man. Like, he needs yes, to drop yes, something yes. this year. I need my fix, man. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. The Grammys ain't been the same since he's been there. Uh, I'm also looking forward to whatever Cardi B puts together. I'm, I'm not sure if it'll be grammy worthy but i'm i am interested to see what she puts out and and i keep saying this i feel like this album from nikki minaj is going to define her career like this is an album where people are like all right i'm all in on nikki or you know what nah she she just ain't got it and i feel like she's going to deliver on this album all right so you you were talking about Nicki minaj you're not the oh, biggest yeah. fan of hers
1: Yeah. so i'm not the biggest fan of nikki but what nikki does to draw me in is nikki will put out like a street record so she did like i remember she did the shy freestyle um she did looking ass nigga like she does she does all of these like hard ass beats and like she just gets on there and she's talking like real greasy and i'm like all right this is the slumber party nikki like beam me up scotty nikki I, I fucked with like here we come and then you press play on the album and she's singing on 90 percent of it and it's just like what the fuck like nikki to me nikki wants to me to me i don't give nikki the quote unquote crown because I haven't heard a rap album from Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has rapped on other people's songs. She has a few yes. songs where she raps on, but she has not delivered a rap album. Like, and I, I, I just can't fuck with that.
0: She's she's definitely the queen of like getting on someone's feature and like ripping it up and then on her album doing some, you know, boom, ba-doom, boom, 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 boom bass type shit. And it's like, ah, Nicki, come on, man, what were you doing? But like, like I like all her features are always like rappy rap songs. Like, she it's, she she's got to do it and i feel like she can she'll put out that album that people are like you know what this is why this is why she does those numbers cuz she's she's got that pop crossover already she's got those fans she's a commercial success and now she's in a race with drake to put out a classic hip hop album and i tweeted this maybe like 2 or 3 years ago i was saying if you could sign one out of Drake and Nicki Minaj to start a record label with, who would you pick? And I pick Nicki Minaj because I, I think personally, if I was like, "Yo, I need someone to diss this rapper," who would I want? I I would take Nicki, who's got the pop appeal. Nicki, who's got the sex appeal. Nicki, who's has different flows styles. Uh, yeah, Nicki is definitely the
1: better pick. <laughs> she, she has all. She
0: has just about everything you want except that classic album. And I need her to prove me right. Like, I mean, Drake is, I'm, and this is not a, you know, I'm not trying to bash Drake. Drake isn't trash. Drake is a good, solid rapper. But Nikki just comes with more. Like, she can, she can rap hard, like, like a, like a street dude. She can give you those hard hitting bars. She can, you know, slice you up, or she can, you know, sing and, and harmonize and give you something a little bit softer. That's not her just whining and crying like Drake does.
1: No, I definitely, I definitely agree. Like I probably would pick Nikki too. And I, and to be, and, and to give Nikki credit, cause I think a lot of people like, especially when I speak about her via Twitter, like her stands are upset, but it's just like, it's, it's kind of like when you see someone with talent and they're not locking into what they like, Nikki could really be taken over. I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. Like if Nikki, Nikki could submit herself in hip hop history, outside of the accolades that she's already accomplished. But she could cement herself as like a, a, a four, well not a four founder, but like on somebody's Mount Rushmore, if she comes out with an all girls uh, rap label. Like uh, shout out to Chaz Green to Trill T. Like he, he brought that he brought that to my attention and I just got to thinking about it. I'm just like, Nikki, if Nikki could co-sign, like if she could just throw one legit co-sign to a female rapper, like, niggas will fuck with Nicki. I, I Like, every every story that you hear about Nicki Minaj pertaining to uplifting other artists, it's always some fuck shit. And it's like, it is not even just the female rappers. Like, K Michelle came out and said that. Like, you got many industry insiders, you know, except for Karen Sybil, um, that will come out and say, like, Nicki, do, she, she's done some foul shit to a couple of, you know, people trying to get their foot in the door. And it's like, yo, if you get on this unity shit and y'all come together and take over the nigga, like, you 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 claim you the female wheezy, like you hove, you jade. These niggas, they gave back. They took over the charts. They put they, they made that crossover appeal. They got corporate dollars, but then they gave back to them hood and them street niggas that stood with them from the beginning. Like, Nikki, what have you done for the people, you know, that essentially put you on that put you to where you are right now? Like
0: Are you saying are you saying you want her to put out like an all female rap album or just like a like a posse cut where it's like her Rhapsody, Dreezy, and like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like go kiss, like go like na- outside of motorsport, outside gotcha. of motorsport. Name a song where Nicki went with a female rapper and they just like vibe. Like Quavo was talking about it on the Breakfast Club that Nicki. Well, I won't say it was Nicki, but they asked for it, and neither Nicki and Cardi came out to do a joint scene. So we have a motorsport video a song, which I mean, streaming made that song look good as it was because I mean, honestly, outside of Nicki and Cardi's verse and takeoff. Takeoffs delivered. Like the song really wasn't, it was just more named. Well, it was more more buzz than what we actually got. But I'm like, do you understand how iconic that would have been to have like Cardi be the people's champ with quote unquote the queen of, of female rap? Like just not even, Nikki didn't, Nikki wouldn't even have to say anything in my opinion. Had she just like stood there and wrapped the hook, you know, flipped Cardi's hair or some shit. Oh, bro, she is going to take off. She's about to get so much respect. But I'm like, now Nikki, at this point, because the wave that she's been trying to ride, like when we saw No Frauds hit the charts and then fall off a week later, she doesn't have that. She doesn't have that it factor anymore.
0: She might not have that staying power anymore.
1: Yeah, it's not like she can punch, but it doesn't sting. It's like, oh, I got hit, but it don't really hurt. So try again. You Know what I'm saying? Like, that's I think that's where Nikki is, and I don't think that it's any less talent in her. I think she has it, but it's that complacency. I think she just feels like she owns the shit, it's hers, and it can never be taken because of all of the uh, records she broke. Shout out to Aretha Franklin, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, I just think that's her mentality going on to the game, and I was just like, yo, if she just could play like that, that chill moment and just be like, yo. I fucks with the Cardi wave. Like, not, not she just randomly tweet about motorsport because the song got leaked and the and the video got leaked. But like hey, Jimmy be like, yo, Cardi, you ate that shit up. Blah, blah, blah. We gotta get on. Even if she lies. Even if she be like, yo, Cardi, we gotta get on some slick shit, like on some new shit. Like, that's gonna raise her stock up. But that hater shit she got going on.
0: The only the only song I can think of where Nikki was rapping with other other female artists was uh the My Chick Band remix. It was like her, her, Trina. Oh and yeah, and, and she
1: did. And she did five star, the five star chick.
0: Who Who else was on that? Was that? Oh, uh, Trina, Trina was on that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And
1: she and and I love Trina. I love Katrina Laverne Taylor, but, she but that was.
0: Showed,
1: she showed the fuck out on the five star remix.
0: But that was when uh, Nikki first came out. So that wasn't like established. Like, oh, I'm number one, Nikki. That was like up and coming. I'm hungry. I need to make a name for myself,
1: Nikki. Right.
0: Which is, I mean, th- I feel like there is something to the whole. You know, like you're saying that uh, Nikki needs to kind of, like, make friends with other female artists, but I don't... I, we don't... Do we do that with male artists? You know what I'm saying? Like, do we ask of our... Do we ask Rick Ross to be cool with, you know, uh, the Migos, or do we ask 2 Chainz to be cool with plies? Like, that. But we don't, I, I don't but... know if we are doing all that. And maybe it's because there's so many male rappers and there's only so... There's, like... Like what? Ten female rappers that are relevant right now. So it's like, hey, there's not a lot of us. We should band together, and that's kind of that. That's kind of like the double edged sword there, because it's like Nikki wants to be the best, but you also want to open the doors for other women to to get to where you're at. But you also don't want them taking your spot and taking your stuff, because Nikki's the, the it's the go to. Well, was the go to chick for. Uh, for female features and now Cardi's kind of taking that but, and now Rapsy's getting some of it too.
1: But when, when something is for you, it's for you. That's like saying, you know, it, it, and it, it said a testament to Rihanna as an artist, but that's like saying, yo, Jay's sitting down in a corporate room and Rihanna's pitching herself or her managers or selling, you know, selling her to him so that he can sign her. And he's like, oh nah, she she could uh outshine Beyonce, so I'm not gonna shine her. Like, what's for you is for you. Like that shit looks better that you co-signing somebody that baby essentially come and watch you on your own shit. Like to me, that says a lot. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. And I mean, in the touch on your point about like, we don't really ask the male artists to click up and, you know, open doors for each other. It's not no caddy shit. Like when, when T, when T. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't
0: be surprised if there's some behind the thing, behind the scenes, like, you know, like ego. I'm sure there's ego behind the scenes that we don't really hear about. But like I said, there's so many male rappers that you can't, all the stories don't really come out like that because there's so many of them
1: yeah I can give you that too that's true
0: because i mean if it's 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 a lot easier for the stories about nikki to come out because it's only nikki and then it's like it's only nikki and cardi and then nikki and trina and nikki and remy so it's out it's always like the same three rat nikki and kim like it would have been cool if like if they all would have just bossed up when nikki was first coming up and kind of came up together but you know, hip hop is a is a competitive genre. So, you know, it's all about being the best and it's not like, you know, R and B or rock or pop where it's just like, hey, let's just come together and make this good music. Hip hop at its core is, hey, I'm better than you. Let me tell you why I'm better than you. I'm about to show you why I'm better than you. And I'm a stunt on you. I'm a walk away with your girlfriend and drive then, off in a nicer car than you.
1: But then I mean, but you don't but I mean, and like you say, it could be true, and I'm not gonna say like it doesn't happen, but it doesn't come out on TMZ or, you know, other artists are not going to their Breakfast Club interviews. Like, yeah, you know, when T.I. said he was a king of the South, you know, he went and let, he went not let uh, Lil Wayne perform in Atlanta. Like you don't hear shit like that. It's like, That's all right, T.I. T- T- say the king of the South. All right. I'm about to get on the track. I'm about to out wrap him. I'm about to, you know, like, I'm going to make it about the sport to prove my point. Like, in my, in my opinion, Nikki, Nikki goes about it the wrong way. Like you trying to stop my bag. Like, when you start fucking right. with my money, like I understand why niggas like Remy get upset and they drop a sheet there. And I like when you start fucking with somebody's money, that's different. Now, if you want to come at me because I say I'm the queen of this, and like that's cool, we can rap about it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it musical. Once you start messing with my money, that's a totally different ball game. And, and like I said, I'm not gonna say that that doesn't happen in the male, you know, in the male area of hip hop. But like you said, it's not coming out. So I, I just have to, I just have to go on what I see.
0: That's true. I. I just, I, I do think that Nikki's gonna give us something worth talking about, and that's not all about putting up the numbers because she does kind of seem focused on her accolades and numbers and how many of Aretha's records she broke. Um,
1: in, in her defense, because I, it, I had to have a reasonable sit down with a stand in her defense. It's the equivalent of Jay-Z every, you know, every next album, he'd be like, oh, you know, seven, you know, number 10, number one album. Like he finds a way to rap about his accolades. And I, I think the other issue people have is like the bitches is my sunlight, right?
0: Yeah, and- I mean, everybody has their thing, though. Like the game does his name dropping thing. Uh, Kendrick does the voices. Drake does his like, you know, the Migos do their thing. Drake does his uh, what you call it. His little sing-songy, <laughs> whining type things. He he was big on that, you know, hashtag flow or whatever was going on with him and Big Sean. But I mean, rappers have their 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 things. Like everybody's got something like that. If we really listen to everything they do, like everybody's got something. But it's it's also that Nicki Minaj has kind of been the only voice of female rap. So when you when you hear her, you it, she stands out because there's not. Many female rappers getting on the song with Rick Ross and Kanye West and uh, Jay-Z, 2 Chainz, Big Sean, Drake, Lil Wayne, like she's kind of been that for almost 10 years now
1: i get it but i mean if you still want to actively pursue music you got to stay on your toes at all times jay-z don't have the 13 number one album because he got complacent that
0: is that is true
1: you still got to put in that work you still i mean and it's i mean and it's also it's also about evolving your sound like like i said none of her none in my opinion and i mean it may be a few examples there's always an exception to the rule but for the most part nicky music sound the same that's like, true. I mean, so I mean, she made she made deliver a liver, uh, a similar cadence on certain songs, but none of them sound different. I mean, so, sound the same. So it's just like, yo, you got like Nicki literally has that platform. It's like, it's like when you're like downloading something and it just gets stuck on stuck on this one number, and you just like, yo, just move. Like it's, it, I, I go back to like dial up when we were like little kids. Like, yo, we, it's I'm like gonna, you're
0: right there. You're almost connected. Just right? call. Like, you're Nikki- just right there
1: like nikki you're like right there like just like just push a little bit more and then like boom it's it's forever you know what i'm saying but i mean like i said nikki's gonna go down in history whether she comes out and puts out a christian album this next album like it doesn't matter like she's gonna be one of the one of the one of the biggest female rappers we'll ever see in this game but i just think she could solidify herself uh, just a tad bit more by just Playing, fair. I mean, essentially playing that,
0: fair. She's in that Drake lane right now. Like her and Drake do numbers. They're going to be remembered as legendary rappers for the numbers they put up, for the number one singles, number one albums. You know, streams, uh, social media followers. That stuff. It, that stuff matters now. But ten years from now, if they don't put out a classic album, they they're not going to be brought up. They're not going to be mentioned with. The, the Kendricks and Jay Coles and jay-Z's and you know big crits because like big crit big crit doesn't do numbers but he puts out classic quality material and that's that's what Drake and Nicki Minaj are missing they need to put out something that will stand the test of time that any that everybody when they hear it they're like okay that's a classic album there's no debate about this one mm-hmm. they they put out a classic everybody needs one and you can't you, you, they're, 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 they are legends at the bank but when it comes to like you know at the barbershop when we're talking hip-hop like they're not legends in that area and that's that's important too it's just as important
1: yeah i mean it, it'll it will be interesting moving forward like you said five to ten years from now and looking back at some of these albums that you know like i like to look at a lot of albums that win grammys and then you know kind of go back and look at like the nominees like Over historically, especially with the urban with the urban um, albums, because that's what I tend to focus on. Like most of the nominees are twenty times better than the people that win that win win the award. So I think it'll be a lot. It'll be interesting moving forward to see how Damn Four Four Four, Nicki Minaj's the the pink print albums, Drake. Like because it, I think with Drake, uh, what is it? The Take Care, Take Care is teetering that. Oh, it, it's a classic. It's not. It's not a classic on my in my standard, but I I understand it. Like certain albums are not for me, or whatever. But like it's teetering. By, like, is it a classic? Is it not a classic? So I I will be interested to see, like five years from now, will we stamp or deny like take care as a classic? Because as it stands right now, it's really a 50-50 debate. Like each side makes valid points.
0: It, it's wild when people talk about like when you said about uh looking at past Grammy winners and. Uh, the artists who were nominated that didn't win, that you feel that are better. That's kind of what I got from, like, the best new artists because there was a bit of, a like, uproar about who won it and uh, Alicia Cara won it.
3: Mm-hmm. And people
0: were like, oh, SZA should have won that or Little Uzi Vert should have won that or uh, Khalid, Ka- Khalid, I always get his oh, name. No, no, Khalid,
1: so. that, that was just, a, to me, I, I, I have my feelings about him. That's a whole other podcast about yeah,
0: him. Yeah, I i have some about him, too, that...
1: I still think he's That's... Anderson Plant. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was
0: gonna I was gonna say about as far as you know the Grammy for Best New Artist. Uh, Anderson Pack was nominated, didn't win. Um who was the other one? Kendrick Lamar, Ed Sheeran, Frank Ocean, J. Cole, Nicki Minaj, Drake, Justin Bieber. Those are the artists that were nominated and did not win Best New Artist.
1: Well, you know they said that's a curse, though. They said that winning Best New Artist at the Grammy is actually a curse. Like, you, your career yes. kind of just go down downhill and, after that.
0: And that, that might be true. That might be true, because, I mean, 2017, it was Chance the Rapper, who is possibly an industry plant also.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Chance. I love Chance the Rapper, but once you get familiar with the term industry plan and you start to hear about the doings and non-doings of chance it it's very easy to be swayed towards that way i'm not going to say yes or no i'm just going to say it's easy to be swayed that he is and i can see people defending that he's not but
0: yes i mean he he ain't really doing a lot of rapping these days i'll tell you that (laughs) but uh let's let if you're if you're still listening to this podcast you're definitely a fan of what we're doing because we've been at at this robust like two hours literally let's let's end on one more thing from the grammys uh the other night what was your what was your favorite performance
1: definitely kendrick like i and i spoke about it on the preview show i knew he was gonna make some type of political statement like even though the album isn't solely like the most political, I just knew, I felt he was going to do something. Um But I real. I, I love the production. I love Dave Chappelle coming out in between. Like, I, I loved it. I think it, it was more of a one a one B thing. So one a was definitely Kendrick one B is Cardi and uh, Bruno. I, to me, like, and I tweeted it, it really felt like Cardi was like my family member. Like.
0: How did, how did you for, think, how did you think Cardi did? I just think she do.
1: The fact and but clear me up if I'm wrong. When she came back out, so you know she did her intro verse and then when she came back out, that was Bartier Cardi, right? Yes. That was the smartest thing I've like the fact that she incorporated that that song and Bartier Cardi is I mean whatever the name of the song is, Bardiey Cardi. It's not necessarily doing horrible on the charts, but it's not doing Bodak yellow good. So I think that was also a good way to get people to go and stream that song to figure out what the fuck she rapping about because Kendrick did the verse from New Freezer, which I already knew what New Freezer was. I love the song. Then people are coming like, "Oh no, like what is this?" Like so now you have to research, and now Rich the Kid is getting spins and streams off of this Kendrick verse. So I think it was smart for her to bring to to bring that Barty Eric uh, Cardi verse out during that performance. I think that was huge, um, especially now that she's attached to. The album of the year winner Bruno Mars, um, but I think she I think she held her own on the this is the biggest stage in music dog like the yes. biggest stage and she held her own her personality still shine you can you could kind of tell she was kind of nervous um, yeah
0: that's so what I, I was gonna say I felt like she was a bit nervous.
1: Yeah, when she got to her line, uh, was like hit that little John like in the video. She hits like this little like dance move, but as she was rapping on the gram, she hit it a little early, and I was like, "Yeah, she overthinking it." But, but yeah, she she pushed through. I I was I was definitely proud of uh, what Beckalise (laughs) Beckalise Bacardi.
0: I'm not even gonna try to pronounce your real
1: name. We're gonna call her Bacardi, Bacardi, Cardi.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 that's a, that's tough for her. Just, I don't want to say it's tough because she obviously has you know, been on the stage before and she's performed for people, but like you said, this is the biggest night in music. This is a career defining uh, performance. And she's also on stage with uh, arguably the best entertainer going right now. I I remember maybe it was like two or three years ago. I watched a uh, Stevie wonder tribute and it was Beyonce singing and performing and ed sharon came out and you could see it on his face that he was nervous and he wasn't really he wasn't really singing as well as he probably could because for one you're singing in front of stevie wonder and you're singing next to beyonce so it's just like man like he just didn't really rise to the occasion and i feel like cardi i don't i don't think she you know shrunk in the moment but like you said she was I like normally like a little bit nervous like that's understandable for her to be nervous in that situation but for me my favorite performance was uh childish gambino when he did a uh, terrified just the whole setup and his outfit and the just the vibe the old school vibe that he gave you even like his facial expressions kind of gave that off i just felt like i should be Sitting somewhere smoking a pack of Newports or some shit, like working on my carburetor, listening to that, and even bringing out the uh, the little kid. I didn't know who it was at the time, but that's the kid that's playing. Uh, Simba. Uh, young, yeah, Simba and the Lion King, and uh, da- Donald Glover is playing, you know, adult Simba. So that was a nice little touch that they did that, and I'm just a big fan of Awake of My Love. I thought it was a damn near perfect album, and. I love to hear anything that has that old school sound to it. I'm always going to be a fan of that.
1: I for me, I great performance. Let me say that first. Great performance. Um, every, I just
0: I just didn't want to say Kendrick also because you said it already.
1: <laughs> everything everything that you said was on the tea. I will say, as a woman who I lust after these celebrities sometimes, I was disappointed to not see Donald Glover shirtless, oiled down, singing Redbone. <laughs> like, I just knew we were going to get him in some white linen pants, you know, with the white bandana or something on, oiled up, singing, stay woke. You know, like, I, I was ready for Redbone. I will not lie to you. I was kind of disappointed he didn't do it. But... I appreciate him going outside, well, going deeper into the album.
0: Yeah, that's um, definitely a, a B side. Like "Red Bone" would have been the song that everybody would have expected. Yeah. I, I expected that also. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get Red Bone." Like, I was looking forward to that.
1: Uh, how did you feel about um, Rihanna, the DJ Khaled, Bryson Tiller uh, performance?
0: Uh, but Bryson Tiller, like, uh, could have done Bryson- without, could have did without him. I did, I did like, I like the vibe of the performance. Like, it had that. There was like an African. A little bit of Spanish influence going on there. Like I think the 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 outfits were more Spanish influenced, but the dancing was like an African style of dance. (laughs) Yeah, and I I really and and Rihanna is thick with two C's. I tell you what, I am and I am not mad at her for whatever she's doing, whatever she's eating. Keep on eating that shit, girl, because it it that, <laughs> that extra weight looks fine on you. I Conspiracy
1: you. theory time, like some, oh no, <laughs> someone on Twitter like had this video and they zoomed in on Rihanna's hand and she had this huge ass like ring on her on her uh, on her like her what is her ring finger or whatever, right? And I'm thinking that Rihanna is probably engaged and is with child. Like oh that,
0: no, no, uh, not that. Yes, Rihanna smoke. Rihanna Rihanna smokes too much. When
1: have when when is the last picture we seen Rihanna with a blunt in her hand? I mean, if you made it, listen. If you made it through the end of this long ass podcast, and you if you're still here, if you're still
0: (laughs) if
3: you're still here, (laughs) my God, I appreciate you.
1: (laughs) Mention me on Twitter and told me and show me the picture that we last seen Rihanna smoking, (laughs) or and or video because I know she does like IG and shit, like or Snapchat, like show me a video we seen Rihanna smoking dope. I mean, Um,
0: I just feel like you know, she is she is she thirty yet? She's in her thirties, right?
1: Yeah, it's time for listen. It's time. She three babies in. She getting that grown
0: woman. She getting that grown woman way. That's all that is. Like, like in in Beyonce, Beyonce had the same thing. Like when Beyonce first came out, she was like that. Well, not when she first when she first kind of went solo. Like if you look at her old pictures, she was kind of kind of thin because she was trying to be like a pop star, but then she. You get a little bit older, you have like a kid and it's like, yo, I got this, I got extra, a little bit of cushion over here. I got a little bit more curves now. And I feel like Rihanna, she's like, she's getting into her grown woman phase. And when you, when you talk about a grown woman, you don't think about a woman that's like super thin and no meat on her bones. You you know, you like a little something that's got a little thickness to her. And that's, I feel like that's what Rihanna's doing. And I appreciate her for it. And I thank her for that. Thank you, Rihanna. <laughs> we're doing God's work out here. We if any if nobody appreciates it, I appreciate it. And I thank you. I thank yeah. you from the bottom of my heart.
1: Wow. I guess uh to wrap this long uh long podcast, Super, uh, super and long. And I and I blame South Breeze because I told him I was like, you putting all these limitations on us, like now we're gonna go over. But- <laughs> So, so hashtag. If you made it to the end, hashtag uh, blame South Breeze is the official hashtag of this podcast yes. tonight. Um, so I guess what are you? What I guess to close it out, like, what would you grade the Grammys from a A to F scale? Like, overall everything from from awards to performances, like everything.
0: I'd say like a solid C. I felt like there was a little too much You Too. Like, I don't know what was going on with them, but I feel like they were everywhere. I'm like, why is YouTube 2 here again? Weren't they here earlier? Listen, watch your phone,
1: because that means they come up with an album. Watch, oh, it. God, watch yeah. your
0: phone. Hey, I do not consent to a YouTube album. I do not consent. Hashtag me too. I do not consent. <laughs> watch, the, watch your phones over in the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the performances that I liked, I really liked, and the ones that I didn't like, I just was like, eh, whatever. So I'd give it a C.
1: Um, I think for me it's like a C minus it's close to that D and the only reason why I didn't give it a D is because they finally recognized I think prominent people in in our culture in the urban culture um so they did a really good job as far as nominations of course I wasn't really too thrilled about some of the winners um but I think with the performances we had good performances even the bad ones were pretty good but for me like because this was such an urban driven uh, Grammys, I would have liked to see those performances spaced out throughout the night. I think we got, like, a full half of, like, mixed, you know, mixed performances, the urban, uh, but all the urban performances were, like, in the first half. And then the last half, like, we had SZA. SZA was the last one to perform from, I guess, from the urban market of the standpoint. So I think had they... Or I guess if
0: you, if you want to count Logic, do you count no, Logic? No, Grammys?
1: we're not counting the Suicide Song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and that, that was my problem, too. Like, how do you close out the Grammys with that song? Like no. that was the last performance
1: of the of the evening. Was no, that. no, no, no! Like, come on, no, man. Like, no. Nah, man! Like, please, like, please dial the number that. Yeah, song if you're feeling that, but no.
0: If you're gonna close out the Grammys, if you close out closing out the Grammys, either should have been Bruno Mars and Cardi B or Kendrick Lamar. Or
1: I would have even I would have even been fine with Wild Thoughts. Like, yeah. I yep. feel like I feel like you open urban, you close urban because this this was the hashtag Grammy so black Grammys. We will not see this next year. I don't give a damn what comes out. The fact that the the fact that the ratings were down so low, they will not cater to you niggas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that part, like.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, but the, the BET Awards is going to be lit this year, though. Yeah, Watch Watch that's, honestly, that's
1: the honestly, honestly, like if we can get the heavy hitters to be like like that one year, Beyonce and Jay Z showed up. Like when they like they weren't performing or anything, they just showed the fuck up. That was like the best BET Awards. I think if we can get the big heavy hitters like the Kanyes, the Nas's, the Diddy, like did like I mean we get we shit Beyonce and Jay Z a lot for not showing up to the um, BET Awards, but name the last time you seen Diddy. Diddy for the culture apparently, you know like we I see him at some rock parties, but when have we ever seen that the shit paying on a Diddy during the BET Awards. Diddy
0: got, like, seven jobs, man, and got five kids. He'd be out here, man. Hey, <laughs> at
1: least send your son. Send your son. But that's true. <laughs> that's, that's somebody on, a, on, a, on a behalf of the Combs residents. But shout-out to to Diddy. Me and Diddy graduated the same year. Shout-out to Class of 2014. Um. So, yeah, like, if we can get the big wigs to show up to the BET Awards, and and us, as I guess viewers, um, Twitter watchers, or whatever you call yourself, if we could put some more umph behind the BET awards, because if we think about it, we should be getting the numbers. Viacom goes to the limbs for the BET awards last year, for example. It was on every every Viacom station, yep.
0: I will say, even, that
1: even Nickelodeon. That's some deep, shit. BET live, BET
0: live tweeting, live tweeting the BET awards is definitely more fun than live tweeting the Grammy awards because at the Grammys, there are certain awards and performances that you just don't care about. The BET awards, you care about every performance, you care about every award because it's catered, it caters to the culture, it caters to the music that we like. And the one thing about the Grammys, that the one thing the Grammys showed me is that my bubble that I live in, like the musical bubble and the people that I follow, my bubble isn't that big. Like we talk about the culture all the time, a lot of people pick from the culture but you know like say like SZA her album Control like I thought that that was like album of the year quality I was like oh this will get nominated for album of the year but then all of a sudden the the nominees come out and Lord is nominated I'm like wait what how did this I thought everybody was on SZA because it's like I get on Twitter people are talking about it I listen to it my wife listened to it you know, I watch Insecure. It's on that. And it's just like, okay, so this is the album, right? And then I realized, like, hey, everybody don't really fuck with Black culture like that. Like, yeah. it's, just think, us, it's just us.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a repetitive theme, but we we really got to stop. And, and as far as when I say we in this dance, if you are a lover of urban culture and urban music, we have to stop putting our stock into the Grammys. Now, for me, I love music in general. So certain things like I watched the producer of the year, the, the pop duo, like I look at all the other things. Like, so, like I mean, we get to the folk music. I can give a fuck about folk music. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: and we talked about it on our, our, our pre-Grammy show when we talked about all the artists that haven't won Grammys, all the great right. rappers that haven't and the rappers like Macklemore who have won.
1: Right, so oh, we Grammys. have to stop putting that stock into it. it I mean, like, yeah. I'm all for people. Like, I'm like, although they snub Jay Z, I'm still gonna watch the Grammy next year because I love music, not just hip hop and R and B. But if we're looking for someone to understand and identify what the culture wants with the little politics aside we have to feed into the bet awards as as viewers Um, and as as attendees as far as the celebrities
0: yeah i'm me personally i'm big into like the BET awards hip-hop awards i watch all those and i i take a little bit more stock into that and i don't i don't know if if the grammys really mean so much you know what i'm saying because like jay-z even though he got shut out that's not gonna affect his career long term. No. Ego's getting shut out, Cardi B getting shut out. Uh, you know, Jay Cole's never won a, a Grammy, and he's still out here, one of the best rappers out of here. And, you know, you don't need a Grammy to solidify or validate your music because if your fans like you, if they love your music, they'll find you and they'll support you. The Grammys aren't like Oscars. Like if you have an Oscar, you can kind of go into negotiations and be like, hey. I can bring I can bring in Oscar money to your movie if you right. cast me with with music. If you have a Grammy, but people don't fuck with you, you're, that doesn't mean you could possibly still drop a. You know, your numbers won't be great because Macklemore has a Grammy and J Cole doesn't. But if you ask anybody who listens to urban music who they like the most and who's better and who's more talented, they're gonna say J Cole, and J Cole has zero Grammys. Exactly. So, I mean, what what does the Grammy? How much does the Grammy cost anyway? Like, what does that cost to your career? At the end of the day.
1: At the end, I mean, and someone pointed out uh, also a, a valuable thing: Prince never got album of the year. It's and expensive. let's and look at his legacy. Look at his discography, like the heat that he has. Um, so, like you said, it for us as an, as a culture we have to stop feeding into it. And even when we do win, it do, it's, it's like, in my opinion, had Jay-Z won last night, I mean, Monday, not, uh, Sunday night, or Kendrick would have won Sunday night. Yes. You know, it would have been a lot for the culture, but that doesn't define us.
0: And it doesn't um, change. It doesn't change how we it, felt it, about the music.
1: Right. It doesn't, it doesn't change. It doesn't change the value of that Grammy, in my opinion, had, had things gone our way um, in that album of the year category. Like, I don't think it, it, it doesn't change because, You look at it like you say control like that was nominated five times she didn't win anything for it but if i flick on the weekend i don't care if i'm in chinatown you're gonna grab some people singing along to it so it it, at this point they love our sound just not us so we have to moving forward and like i said it's repetitive we say this every year but just to keep to keep going on with the same sound like we got to invest in us. We got the NAACP Image Awards. We have the BT Hip Hop Awards. We have the BT Awards. We have the Soul Train Awards where we are honoring, you know, our music, our people. Like these people, you know, the, the voting, the voting people or however you want to call them, like they know our music. They know what sounds good. They know what, what's rushed through. You know, they know what had a cultural impact. Like, they know these things amongst us. So it's imperative that we, you know, us as viewers and celebrities take a part of it. And I will say for BET, they have an opportunity right now to make history and nominate Blue Ivy Carter for Best Female Rapper for her freestyle on Jay's album. That was another reason why I was mad he didn't win a Grammy. Blue would have got a Grammy.
0: (laughs) Yes, Blue Ivy was the best part of 444, and that's... There's no I'll, question I'll, about that. I agree. But uh, we're gonna. If you're like like we've been saying, if you're still here,
1: listen to this for your road trips. Good uh, Lord. Listen to it during that last <laughs> that last two hours of work where you're just like, oh, yes. Play.
0: When you just need to get through get through the day, we got you right here. But uh, we appreciate y'all listening to us. I mean, it, it's when you're having a good conversation, it's pretty easy to lose track of time. We're talking about stuff that we're. Passionate about stuff that we love and stuff that we're fairly informed on. Yeah. So uh,
1: treat us like the Migos and string your favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, let, and let us and let us know how you really feel. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, you know, subscribe to the community podcast. We're on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Sniffles. Uh, you can follow Michael Pratt at Project Pratt with two T's.
1: New Project Eleven.
0: Yeah, Project Pratt Eleven. You can follow him. He tweets about music all the time.
1: And also, listen for Project Pratt. We're going to tweet him uh all all of the videos, SoundCloud links of um crew not crew what is it called i forgot the damn song the gold link song yeah crew
0: yeah crew yeah yeah.
1: Like we're gonna just send that to his mentions until he listens to it and everybody
0: everybody tweet at project Pratt crew just tweeted him hashtag crew until he says all right i gotta have heard the song and
1: then and then once he confirmed like once he listens to it we're gonna know because then we're gonna ask him to put a video of him singing it because it's (laughs) it's so fucking catchy but uh follow me on twitter at it's underscore tribbles that's two b's and a z um yeah I think we're, I think we're done finally
0: finally finally we've reached the end so like I said if you fuck with us come fuck with us man we we're, we're out here we uh, out here this is a committee podcast a post Grammy edition beast <laughs>